We good? We're good. Okay. Welcome to Love and Madness. Yeah. Um, I'm Love, she's Madness. Clearly. As usual. <laughs> yeah, we didn't. We actually didn't end up recording last weekend because we went out of town. Yeah. Um, for, yeah, for a funeral. We should it talk about that for sure. Yeah. Um, I had a different mood when we first started. I was thinking like we're just going to jump into typical banter stuff. But that does need to be addressed, I guess, for our family and our life. And the show is kind of our personal podcast with a few friends and whoever listens. Yeah, which is not many people, but that's okay. So we might as well just talk about that for a minute. Yeah. And see what else we talk about. Yeah. Well, I, I, well, I think it kind of, uh, that funeral, at least for me, kind of set off the whole mood for the week. So, Do you want to give context? Um, a, a friend of mine who I've known <coughs> for 20 plus years now, her husband died suddenly. And it was, it was very sad. He was a very sweet guy. And, oh, yeah. And, I didn't know him, but yeah. the way this funeral went, um, it was a lot of people who were very heartfelt speaking about what appeared to be a very great man. Yeah. Very generous, uh, always there to help people with anything they needed, a handyman kind of guy. And he would always run over to fix stuff. He even went up to Rochester, New York, from South Carolina, North Carolina, uh, just to um, help someone fix their car. Yeah. And that's crazy to me. He was camping out, I think, in his car <laughs> on the way there. Yeah, he, he's he's a sweetheart, and they have uh, there is a couple that's been together since they were like in high school, and they have four grown daughters, and um, a lot of love in that family. A lot of love. This this may be uh, an odd thing to say for someone who never met the guy, but like, I really wish I had, based on what I heard of him and, and all that. He seemed like the kind of guy that I would have loved to know. Yeah. And a lot of good people do leave, and it seems like sometimes the bad people will never leave. But I I don't think that's the way life should supposed to work. I think they'll, they'll, they're going somewhere good, you know? Yeah. But either way, this guy was a saint, practically, compared mm -hmm. to most people as far as i've heard and it, you, if you hear about a funeral people will always say good things right there's sometimes this undertone in their voice or a cattiness yeah uh or some sort of like i regret having to say anything bad i will never say anything bad too glowing is actually bad yeah you know but they were being realistic about the guy and he sounded like a fun guy who made a lot of jokes uh -huh. and uh apparently sometimes his daughters didn't get a sense of humor but they would always laugh because they loved the fact that he thought it was funny yeah and that's the kind of guy I like, you know? Yeah. And I'm kind of like that in, in my own way. Yeah, honestly, it's like I didn't know him nearly as well as his wife. And hearing all these stories about him, he reminded me a lot of you. That's and, what I say. Like, I, I felt I sad. Was, it's like yeah. there's a certain psychological aspect to my, my way of thinking. It's like I've gotten nostalgic for things I've read in history books. Mm -hmm. Like, I really wish, you know? And so I have a sense that, like, ah, oh, man, I would have known him. I would have known that guy, and I would have gotten along really great with him. Yeah. So, so yeah, that was that was hard. That was for me going back down memory lane, and you know, some memories that I rather forget. But <laughs> right, uh, it was I, context in your life at that time, and it has to do with the church we had to do with that. Yeah. To do with that, but uh, it's not nothing to do with the people. No. It had to do with uh, an old period of life when you talked about this on the show. Yeah where you were at that church and they were treating you very badly. Yeah, well, that particular branch of that church never treated me badly. It was but the northern, were, wasn't it? Or but there was two two other branches that we attended over the years that oh. um, did. So that yeah, particular branch did not. That particular branch was fine, so why would, yeah. why would they have reacted badly now if someone moved over here or something? 
you hadn't been there for almost 20 years and there was a nervousness there oh for me yeah, yeah. it was really more just remembering being there and like uh, like it was um like your boxes yeah versus mine yeah and you know like some of the songs they sang were ones that you know all the churches had and i guess you, you know that the hymnals. You, you remembered the hymns, and, and you didn't see too many familiar faces. You said. Well, well, they were all wearing masks, so I think that was helpful. Actually, yeah. there were a few, like some of the singers and whatnot, <coughs> I actually recognized, and I don't remember their names because I didn't know them very well. But there was, uh, there was one couple in particular I was not looking forward to seeing, and they weren't there. So, um, so that was cool. <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah. It's good that maybe they moved to a different church or maybe, something. or maybe they they left too. I don't know could be i don't know but but um so there was yeah. an emotional part but that was back when i was married to keith too so that whole thing that was an era where things were not great yeah yeah i get that yeah if i was say um if we were in hartford connecticut a certain neighborhood i'd probably feel very similar yeah because um there's a part of my life that i just wasn't happy at all and i'm not saying you weren't I, you don't seem the kind of person who would ever be completely unhappy all the time right but i i get it yeah. You don't want to go back and and live it again. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. So it, yeah, that was that was a little weird. But then we saw Ladrian and Martin, and that was fun. That was fun. That was a great conversation all night. Yeah. And yes, I was a little on my loop because we were out of town, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, but I did great. And for and, me, uh, yeah, you I did just fine. I was able to go fine. outside and have cigarettes a million times, and then come back, and we were having a great conversation. Yeah, and Martin's Martin was funny. <laughs> He's hilarious. Yeah. He's hilarious. What was the joke he... Oh, no, the funny thing he did, we talked to him about how you can get your um, your wedding license online. Yeah. And I told him how I had done it uh, yeah. a long time ago before we ever met. Mm -hmm. And um, and he went and did that while I was out having a cigarette. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. He's, he's on there on their phone, and he's, he's like, gonna, look, I'm a pastor. <laughs> and he it, ordered, like, the $40 kit and everything. Yeah. He's like, I can, I can park in the clergy parking lot right at, parking at spot at, like at any church any at church at all hospital. yeah and, and right. Ladrian's like oh no he, he can use it anywhere there's a church parking spot because that, he's officially now a pastor yes it's a great guy he's funny yeah well apparently he's been his, his since i've seen him last he's gone all uh his beard <laughs> and his hair has gone all white and he's not old enough for the senior citizens discount but, but he he's been he's been milking it that's funny <laughs> He, yeah, apparently he gets a senior citizen discount and just refuses to show ID or something, yeah. and just asks for it and gets it. Yeah. No one questions a guy with, with all they, white hair. Yeah, you have a senior citizen discount. He might, you say that or is it just posted? I don't know. I can never do quite. I can never quite do that. But there's a certain type of guy that loves doing that kind of thing. Yeah, because just it's get in your get in your way with a little bit. Right, it's know? kind of a little messed up that that anyone in in the culture at all has some kind of privilege, you know. This is why I, I, I think it's, it's like an egalitarian society would not really have things like senior citizens' discounts. They just have lower prices for everybody in theory. Right? Oh, okay. This is my theory. But I understand a veteran's discount if there's been a recent war or even a, a big war. Uh -huh. You, you want to do something about that and you yeah. say something. It's your choice to offer a discount. I'm not saying that's bad or anything, but, but I understand how a guy might think it's great to go take the senior citizen discount. <laughs> it's available and it's plausible. He's just he's just got he's silly and he, he has a sense of humor and yeah. he just he likes getting away with little things. Well, you know? the little thing yeah. I used to get away with. Uh, yeah. Just to point out that I'm I'm not being a hypocrite. I believe in this this notion. It's uh -huh. fun. Uh, uh, I I used to go to Subway in Utah mm -hmm. and 
what I did the first time was I, I ended up dropping my wallet all over the place, making a big kind of spectacle. I wasn't doing it super on purpose, but I was going to be making mistakes, so I might as well make them right in front of the guy. And so I did, and I got conditioned him to remember me, and I had a weird um, tuna melt order. Uh -huh. I was going to get a tuna melt with cheese and tomato. So he learned my order because he would never forget the guy that kept dropping everything. <laughs> so I, once I dropped it once, I kind of almost conditioned myself to keep doing it. Mm -hmm. And I just played myself as my normal goofy that way. Yeah. And it came out that he would always remember me. And that was my little trick. Yeah. To always, when I walked in, start he starts up my tuna. Yeah. Because I, I did that a couple of times. I, I didn't break everything all the time. I, I didn't break anything, but I was dropping my own stuff. And, um, and then I ordered another one the other time when he remembered me. And from then on, he kind of remembered that I always wanted that. Yeah. <laughs> so it was a hard thing to explain to people. I want provolone. I want a little uh -huh. American. I want yeah. my specific one. And so I do a little bit like that too. But one thing I, I feel weird about sometimes is taking money. You know, I wouldn't I wouldn't go and say like, uh -huh. I, I deserve a senior assistant discount. I hope I never get one. But like, I don't think it's morally wrong. Yeah. I just don't know if I can get away with that. Oh, heck. When, when, when I get to be 65, I'm going to take it. You'll take it? Yeah. Take it if it's there. But I personally will be like, you, I'm 25, you bastard. I'm 80 looking, but listen, I had a hard life. And I had a lot of chemo. So leave me alone. Oh, I would lie about chemo. But I'm certainly not taking a senior discount. That's wrong, right? Where where do I live in that? I don't know, but I know where I am and I'm going to keep it. Someone else can live right next to me doing the other thing. I'm cool with it. Because people need to know. But, yeah, that but that kind of, like, set up the mood for the whole week. Because tomorrow is Father's Day. And so we saw, you know, a funeral for a really great father. Yeah. And the, the daughters were happy at yeah. a funeral discussing it. Yeah. they were happy to talk about their father. Yeah. It wasn't that they were sitting there crying a lot. They cried. Yeah. But it wasn't like like this, this sense of complete and total despair. Yeah. Because it, he left them happy in life. Yeah. That's a good dad. Yep. You end up raising happy kids. You've done well. Yeah. And and uh, functional kids, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Functional they're... people tend to be happy. Yeah. And not always happy, but happier than someone who's not functional. Yep. So, yeah. Uh, so that was... I'm glad we went. I, I, I feel like I, I had some issues that I needed to address that were still lurking there. And so I've been working on that this week. and. I'm getting more at peace with all that, and I was really proud of you. Thank you. You you um, expressed some not trepidation but emotion about going, and then you just you just went for it, and you 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 went to honor him, and you did that weekend really well. Thank you. Well, I felt not like that you have any breakdowns or anything, but it was amazing to see you just kind of process it about right yeah. instead of going up and down or you handled it well and, and it's like i really i I'm, I'm glad i was able to tell you what was bothering me too because yeah. i i i'm not always good about that you know and i'm i'm i say too many things and i don't get across the part that's bothering me because i might mention it third sentence in and then i never talk about it again. yeah that's my problem with that but we work we work at this yeah we both do yeah so and uh, you did great and I, I really, that would have been a lot harder without you there. So I really appreciate you humoring me. And, uh, I didn't humor and, uh, you. Yeah, but you know I didn't what I mean. humor you. It's nice to drive in the car with you. Yeah. It was a two and a half hour drive or something. Yeah. 
And it was fun. And we stayed in a wonderful hotel with a nice bed, king size. <laughs> oh, we slept so fluffy, well. Fluffy but hard, you know, like it had a nice Ooh. hotel bed feel. And it felt great. AC went down to 50. We didn't, <laughs> we didn't use that, but it was perfect. But, and yeah. The the bed. So, but, you know, coming off of that in, in, in the week, I, I was still kind of processing things and and was a little... I, I I don't know, I just kind of, not stunned, I was just, I felt a little stuck. Stuck at what? Just trying to get through all the emotions and everything, and I, I think, I feel like I have now, but, but I, I was like not moving forward on the things I, I want to do, you know? Because of an emotion with this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and part of it is Father's Day, I mean. This is the other thing we both are going to be dealing with tomorrow. yeah. So uh, we've set ourselves up as best we can. We got ourselves snacks. We're having mm-hmm. a day of just easy. We just grab something to eat. Yeah. And it's going to be very easy to get to, and we're not going to worry about it. In case, I don't know if I'm going to wake up tomorrow with some sort of Father's Day issue. Yeah. Because uh, ha- that just happens. I wake up to something, and I have to deal with that for the day. Yeah. Um, but you have you have this, this other, you have your father issues. Yeah. And so we're both going to be there to, for each other. Yep. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, right now, Ethan's, I guess, not talking to you. And... My, my son's not really talking to me right now, and, and that's why I was a little down uh, for a moment when we were talking, when I mentioned that if you raise happy kids, you've done well. Yeah. Well, my son's not very happy. Yeah. And I don't know if that's my fault either, though, because, I mean, it does take a lot to raise a really happy child, but they have to do some work, too, mm-hmm. and you, tr- you kind of have to teach them to be able to do that work. Right. And somehow I didn't get a message across to my son because I was constantly working on my own mental health. Yeah. While um, trying to shield him from the effects of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I couldn't really talk to him about how to handle internal mental problems except for the ones that came up, like bullying and stuff. Yeah. But so, but I I will say I was really impressed with you because I, I I am I I feel like you you kind of had a breakthrough on all that. On on the fact that. Yeah. You can only do what you can do and what they let you, let you let you help with. Yeah. No. And, and and also, when uh, it can't always be my fault. Right. Nothing ever, you know. Yeah, you did the I, best you could in I the, the situation you were in. Right. And and that I have no doubt of. But that there's was, no parents perfect either. That, you know? that was one where I decided that I wasn't going to keep trying to peck at the problem in my head where I'd figure out where I had really fucked up somewhere. Yeah. I've been kind of pecking at a smooth sphere yeah on well, that for a long time there's no open door there's no there's nothing hidden in there and i know as far as it goes well and you you said you know you, you talked about um uh forgiving yourself right and i found that i saw this on facebook right i don't after. forgive others and that's why because i don't forgive myself for stuff yeah so i tend not to forgive people but i'm not holding a grudge either it's more like you go have your good life somewhere else that's, yeah. that's what happens to me at the worst um you got a photo quote on facebook but i I just want to say that yeah. the reason I tend to be like, if someone really screws something up badly, that's the one chance they had with me. Like, if, if they did something abusive to their kid, I'm not going to be friends with them. Yeah. Um, it's just not going to happen. Um, and that might come across as judgmental, but I certainly don't need to know someone who thinks it's okay to abuse their kid. Right. There's nothing to do with those people. Um, but but um, what, was I, what was I getting on there? Uh, about uh, forgiving yourself. Forgiving and- myself. Yes, this is why I tend not to forgive when someone makes a, a mistake. 
big because I would yeah. never forgive myself if I ever did something that hurt somebody that badly. And so I feel like as I was portrayed in that relationship as having been the one who always hurt people's feelings because I have this, this mouth and, you know, my mental issue where I just say whatever's happening. It's like my subconscious comes right out of my mouth. Yeah. Um, I, I felt guilty for that. But yeah. there's nothing I can do to shut off this tap in my mouth sometimes. Right. And so, unfortunately, I say what I mean and I, I say what I feel. And whether it is right or wrong, I shouldn't have to feel guilty because of who I am. Yeah. And, and the fact is, is that that particular situation exacerbated the problem right. as well. And, right. and that... because, because they were, uh, I explained my ex-wife, uh, regardless of current statuses in life. Mm -hmm. um, as my ex-wife, this person um, what came from a house that was cold when angry. Yeah. The mom was very angry and bitter and cold. Mm -hmm. So it was always too quiet, right? Ah. And so what happened was um, quiet unless she was getting yelled at, and she calls yelling being told to do something sternly. Mm. That's how her mother would do it, I guess, cold and, and hard. And so me, being someone who expresses a, a passionate emotion, even in the tone of voice I'm talking in now, which to me is calm. Yeah, it is. But I can tell, based on the, the weird shapes on this audio thing, that is going up and down and up and down. Mm -hmm. So my rhythm didn't work for her, and my energy level didn't work for her. So being her son, my my son, Ethan, um, he didn't quite understand my way of, of energy. I'm, I'm, I'm fiery, I pop a lot, and I, I, I have a lot of bursts with it. Yeah. But I tend to know where I'm going, and I have a limit. If I go in, a, if I'm ever in a situation that's dangerous, I do try to intimidate the enemy, you know? And so if there's an argument, I have no difference between like I, I, don't, I can't have a, a slow argument I want it over with so I get there as quick as possible to the end of it and just point out what the problem is make my point and make it not forgotten and I leave you know I leave the room I say I gotta go away. Yeah. and I'd always stay away from them but because I was louder than her I'm the bad guy on that because I was expressing a true emotion whereas often she would hide her emotion never tell me even 20 years of telling me she was uh, not telling me she was then a lesbian Mm -hmm. That's a lot of secret. I can't yeah. handle a secret. I don't do secrets. Yeah. So it's an odd, uh, odd thing to be in trouble for in in terms of my son's opinion of me, and I have no control over that, and I have no responsibility to it. It's yeah. his. It's his own issue that he can't quite grow past the idea that some people speak louder than others. Yeah. And some people, when they're quiet, are being more deceptive. True. You Very know? true. I, I'd rather have someone tell me what's wrong. So we can fix it, even yeah. if we yell at each other. Yeah, that, that actually, that, that's that's one way uh, uh, your ex and mine are were very similar. Cold, very, uh, very cold, and, and, like, and cold and calculating. I mean, uh, honestly, uh, Keith was like living with a robot. Right, because it's calculating. Like, it, I was like, I could have done anything, and it's like he'd never get mad, and I, you know, and the thing and is, I'd he'd be go like, cheat or something, so, though. Yeah. What, and I'm that, like, and I never, I, I never did anything. He never respected you to tell you what was wrong. Yeah. And I'd rather have someone yell at me and respect me about it. Because uh -huh. obviously they're yelling, they care. And, and I came from a house that was a little louder. My uncle was quiet, nice and quiet. Yeah. Really quiet and someone to aspire to, you know. But my aunt was a big mouth like me. Yeah. Well, see, there's a difference <sighs> between quiet because you're at peace. <clears throat> And you know, or yeah, quiet, he was quiet and mostly at peace. And he got yeah. depression issues is the only thing he got. But he was still waters all the time. Yeah. 
he was a still waters kind of guy. Yeah. And my aunt and I were like a little bit of a storm, <laughs> you know, and I learned that from her because she almost, I, as an associate person, I think I impressed on her type of energy. Yeah. The way she acts is something that I aspired to because she was always the one to light up the room and some people would shake their head and put their head down because she showed up in a hat at a funeral. Yeah. And and I don't give a shit, you know? Yeah. She'd blow her, her nose on the hankies. <laughs> and the cloth hankies. Yeah. Because she was a waitress and she knows to get clean. <laughs> and yet she could sit in the same restaurant and know exactly what to order. Yeah. I love her, you know? And yeah. that's the person I, I, I admire in terms of, like, an energy. Yeah. But, uh, but Tammy, on the other hand, is this cold robot like Keith. Yeah. I, I can't deal with those people. That it's that's very hard to live with. And I mean, I felt insane after being with with it's Keith the, for ten years. I did. Lamp, it's a what's it called? Uh, what not lampshading? What <laughs> gaslighting? Gaslighting. Are we lampshading <laughs> lamp something now? I'm gonna I pretend know. I have a plan. And we're lampshading. <laughs> that's what it is. We're doing something a little meta here now, and whatever it is, we'll figure it out later. I lampshaded it. The aristocrats. No, I always say that at the end of a. Uh, that's funny a little little joke I often say the aristocrats cause that's the name of the filthiest joke in comedy is called the aristocrats oh yeah you and it's like this that. situation where this uh, family shows up to a vaudeville producer's office and they do their really disgusting and filthy act it's bad mm -hmm. and the idea is that the, the, it's an endurance test for a comedian to tell this joke for like half an hour and then at the end the guy says what do you call this act uh -huh. and it's crazy stuff happens and they always say the aristocrats because this is a vaudeville and that would be a funny thing to say like they're just these fancy people but they're 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 um in in those old comedy clubs it it is it, a history joke because uh -huh. they'd sit in these um rooms and these were middle class people getting out to comedy and the comedy was a low class low brow kind of thing back then yeah so those guys were loving this idea of working class guys laughing at this joke because they're aristocrats you know after uh -huh. that filthy joke every comedian tells it different uh -huh. I'm not going to tell one. They're terrible. Okay. But the point is, I always say that. I just muttered that under my breath at the end of what I said. <laughs> the aristocrats. You know, because talking about Tammy a minute ago and just terrible life. It was a terrible life, and I'm glad it's over. Yeah. But, um, so, you've got that going on. Mm -hmm. And and me, my, my dad passed away in 2015. And um, I miss him. Got nobody to call. So You miss your dad. I do. Yeah. I miss my mom too, but I understand. But uh, yeah, I'm an orphan. An orphan. <laughs> I think I'm. I don't know if I'm an orphan. But I don't know if my mom's still alive or not. Yeah. But I'm pretty much. A, I've been an orphan. Yeah. In a lot of ways. So. So. It's so, hard. That's the hard part for me. Is like, and and of course the kids are gone to their dad. So it's yeah. just uh, me and Scott. And well, Daniel's still around. He's but you know he has his own apartment. He's working. So we'll probably see him tomorrow. Daniel. Yeah. Yeah. See, I, I've kind of resolved most of the issues I ever have with my own father. Yeah. Um, I call my uncle on Father's Day now. Yeah. Uncle David, like, still waters kind of guy. Yeah. My dad was a guy who almost couldn't get away from responsibilities, fa like, fast enough. Yeah. <laughs> and um, he did his best occasionally. Like, when he hit, like, he, he was a salesman, so he, he was a gambler and a salesman. Mm -hmm. That's the combo. It gives you the idea of the guy. He was also a big kind of personality when he was feeling good. Mm -hmm. But he was kind of bipolar. Yeah. You know? I'm sure he was bipolar. But he's an alcoholic. Uh-huh. He'd show up drunk at everything. Yeah. Unless he had, you know, I mean, when he's drunk happy, he's great. But the point is, um, like I said, he had that gambler mentality in life. 
Mm-hmm. And so occasionally he'd sell something big so he had a great emotional week and he was an emotional salesman. Right. He'd do great for like a few weeks and he'd keep getting these big paychecks and he'd buy everyone presents. Mm-hmm. But then other times he'd tell you it wasn't Thanksgiving and we're having hot dogs. That's happening next week, Thanksgiving. You missed it. Mm-hmm. Like you missed, you should pay attention to school. But meanwhile, we're off for Thanksgiving break. It's next week. What are you talking about? Yeah. My dad would lie to you about anything <laughs> just just to get out of some kind of like dad we don't have a turkey <laughs> you know no, my 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 dad worked you told really, us with hot dogs that night yeah my, uh, my my dad worked really hard and he he was you know we'd have family dinners and he'd quiz us at dinner you know with interesting science facts that that's he awesome. found out that day that is know? awesome that's kind of dad i always thought and, i would be and wish to be was that kind of dad yeah that's cool and uh and yeah, he. I mean, he he did his best. Did he have you guys line up and sing Edelweiss? No. No. And actually, I have a I have a story on the Sound of Music. Good. Tell which me. is totally off. It's topic. about Nazis, right? Well, yeah. Well, okay. My grandparents were friends with the von Trapp family. Your the grandparents actual... were friends with the freaking von Trapps. Freaking a! Shut up, Janelle. <laughs> She's royalty. Okay, her family comes from Spain. They got a family crest. It's way more complicated than this little one my druid family got once. It's a tiny one. We got one thing we did, and we got a crest about it. She's got this whole complicated heraldry, and her dad was a basketball star. She's an Illuminati. She comes from breeding stock from the ancient days in the Merovingians. She's something special, and I'm just a piece of a. I'm a mutt, and she married me. What the hell happened here? But, Your royalties. Uh, no, so anyway, no, the, the, you knew the von Trapps. No, well, Come I on. didn't. My grandparents did. Oh, whatever. But um, no, <laughs> I'm serious. I'm just kidding. I'm fading like I'd be really pissed about that. That's all. Yeah, no, they, they and um, <coughs> they they knew uh, a bunch of the kids, and I was not out, allowed to watch The Sound of Music. Yeah. Growing up, yeah. because out of respect to the family, because the they didn't like it. They really hated that musical, and. Um, is this like making almost a likeness of what? Well, they're, they're very devout Catholics, and having an ex-nun as their stepmom oh. is extremely embarrassing. Someone who left the nunhood. Yeah. Was that a, a fictionalization of what really happened? No, that's actually what happened. Oh, so they don't want people knowing that. Yeah, it's wow. just it's it's it's, it's an. Why they hire an ex-nun then? It's it. It's a it's a very embarrassing story for the family, well, and so none. out of respect to them, so, we were not allowed to watch the musical. So what's the story with this nun? How'd you leave the the clergy there? Well, if you watch the musical, you'd know. Really? But, yeah. Are you sure it wasn't some sort of sex scandal? Ay ay ay. I'm telling you, it's, it's, sub, it's salacious <laughs> over there. It's salacious in the trap universe. But but yeah, that, it's like the family moved to Vermont after after uh, es- escaping the Nazis, and um, yeah, like you do. And so my my grandparents, you know, they had signed books from the the, the family. You know, anybody who wrote a book in the family, you know, they would give them you know first edition, first edition signed copies and whatnot. There, yeah, so. So yeah, we were not allowed to watch *The Sound of Music* growing up. I have seen it since then. Sorry, Grandpa, but you know. Yeah. You've watched it. The thing is. Yeah. I've watched good. it once. I mean, in their house, maybe don't watch it, but under their roof, don't. Under their. Well, I mean, their... my grandparents have, are, are passed away now, but I know. It was just... but I'm saying, like, when yeah. when they like, there's some things I was waiting to do until certain people were were older and mm-hmm. gone, you know, and not because I wanted them gone, but because I just didn't think it was great to draw. Like uh, underground comics when my grandfather's around, yeah, he was very very judgmental about that kind of thing. Yeah, I draw I draw goofy stuff and there's nudity and and jokes. Yeah, um, but it's jokey stuff, whatever. So I wouldn't have done that and ever tried to publish it yeah. unless my grandfather wasn't really in the it, picture. Yeah, 
Yeah, so it's like losing my dad. And and, and honestly, um, Ken, too, because Ken was, you know, my kid's parent, dad for a lot of their formative years, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and, and that's hard, too. Yeah, and that was hard, the parents, too. the parents did not stay in the life, stay yeah. in your life. Yeah, yeah, I, I tried, and I still... The kids, re- the kids missed them a little. Yeah. They went that, to visit with you guys. You went... Yeah. You, you all went to visit. Yeah, uh, quite a, quite often, but... You uh, went at least two, three times when I was here, and then at some point they said, I don't know if we should be doing this. Well, it, it, it's more like it. all it does is upset his It mom, reminds her too much of the, and, the past. Yeah, and it's not... It's it's not emotionally healthy for her because she she has a very strong attachment to what happened there. Yeah, and so it, it's it's hard, but I you know I I gotta respect their wishes there. I, I I wish that they. It wasn't that way, but it yeah. is. So. I get it. Uh, but some people, some people just don't don't have uh, what you have on on healing. You know? Yeah, well, I mean, it was like uh, honestly, it was she she was very difficult to deal with when when Ken died. Yeah. Uh, she, of everybody. She really was. She just didn't want to believe it and her mom had died like a month beforehand and and it just hit her too much. And, and well, and it it, it 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 was hard for me because you know, the first night after Ken died, they stayed here and I think her husband Mike realized that she was really getting on my nerves because she kept saying, "I feel cursed. I feel cursed. My you mom died, and, and you then, just lost family too." And I'm like, All "Both my place. parents are dead, and I just lost my husband." And you're sitting here. You said that to ta- her. No, that's what I'm oh, thinking, and you, you can probably see it on my face. You wouldn't say like, it, but I, I wouldn't. No, I was like, and I'm like, I understand everybody's got their own grief process, but that was hard. What I would have done, it my was best. hard to listen to. I'm not saying that you ever should use my tactics because you have a whole different energy. Yeah. But my problem would have been saying what you just said second of everyone handles this their own way, but I'm also dealing with blank. Yeah. And then I would have pointed it out and maybe, maybe it would have hurt her feelings, you know? Yeah. And I, I, I didn't do that. You didn't and, do that. And Mike, That's Mike realized. and it works better for Mike, you. Mike realized and they went out to a hotel the next night, which. Well, that's good. Which was, which was good. And as soon as she left, it's like, then I could breathe again. You, you know what I realized? Because it was. About yeah. you. What? About you. The way you present yourself, your presence. Uh-huh. is such that people do listen and I know I just interrupted you to tell you that <laughs> but the point is I hear you while I'm talking and you have you have to listen to you Janelle when you're talking and and, and people who have a subtle look at life uh-huh. unlike like the husband versus the wife yeah the husband realized it was better for you and her yeah to kind of get away from yeah. each other and and he had that subtle view so he looked and listened to you because you're that kind of person I don't think he would listen to me because he's he's a choir person maybe yeah. right yeah yeah I, I don't think you want to see me that way yeah so this is why you and I are a good couple because we both cover the two different types of people that we tend to run across yeah high energy and and straight energy you know like uh, I'm more like erratic energy people. yes you know I can handle those usually and you you seem to handle people who do listen mm-hmm. and if you can't listen because you're too loud yourself I can get through to them yeah yeah we're so, a good team yes we are yes and, um, it, but it does make me grateful that, you know, Ryder and Marissa are back because Ryder's been sort of a father figure to the kids too. That was and, great. And, uh. I, I like Ryder. Yeah. Yeah, he's cool. And, and even though when they come over, I tend to be, it tends to be Monday uh-huh. lately. Well, that's and because it's, it's his day it's off. It's a day off. And I just, 
um, I'm still getting used to the week. I have a five day cycle that I go through kind of with my particular issue to get function yeah. in my life and get stuff done. So I have a rotation that lasts about that five days, Monday through Friday. Mm-hmm. And then weekends are where I just relax for once. Yeah. And um, so Monday is where I'm tensing up again. Mm-hmm. And I tended to be less social the few times I've come over again. Yeah. Not because I'm rude or not because I'm being mean. Yeah. I just, I'm literally probably working on some sort of box that I have to talk to myself about. Right. So I, I do feel a little um, like I should do better at that. Mm-hmm. But not bad. I don't feel bad. But I, 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 I did want to read this quote because it reminded me of what you said about forgiving yourself. Okay. And it's just something I saw on Facebook like the next day. Yes, after I'm we sorry had I interrupted that. Maybe no, I that's okay. Want, maybe I don't want any credit for anything. Well, no, this so is just, talking. I thought this was good. And this is what I... I to talk about. Mm-hmm. That's what I did. I want an Australian talk about. Okay. All right. Anyone can hold a grudge, but it takes a person with character and grace to forgive. When you forgive, you release yourself from painful burden. Forgiveness doesn't mean what happened was okay. It doesn't mean that the person should still be welcome in your life. It just means that you have made peace with the pain and are ready to let it go. Right. And I'm like, that's exactly it. My misunderstanding, or perhaps a a self-programming or something, was that um, forgiveness is like debt forgiveness. Right. It's, it's, uh, for me... If I forgive something, it's over. Yeah. And I've done that for money and stuff. Uh-huh. But I don't forgive someone hurting someone over, you know? Yeah. I just don't. I never do. And I don't believe it's right to do so. Um, this is part of the reason I used to have a problem with Christianity. is because it's sort of this idea that someone else forgave everybody. I'm like, what right did that have, you know? Yeah. Uh, and then I misunderstood it. It was yeah. more like there's a debt forgiveness element to it as well, karma or something, that was paid off. And, yeah. And, um... And that's kind of cool. So I've, I've come to terms with some of those belief systems because I've come to understand that forgiveness is different than I understood it. Yeah. It's not just debt forgiveness. I mean, I give money away, it's gone. I never expect a payback on anything I've ever handed out of my hand. Right. Um, but, and that to me is easy. It's real easy to say, I have 50 bucks, you take it. Yeah. Or I have this book, take it. Yeah. Um, but for me, it's not so easy to say, you know, you've beaten the shit out of your kid your whole life. Is, is okay. I can't do that. I can't hang out with that guy. Yeah. That kid, even if you forgave him, might be just conditioned to forgive his own dad. Yeah, well, I mean, and I, and I that, just, that quote nailed it, though. It's not right. It's not about That's not what saying what they're means. saying. So what's the other thing the, I do? Like, huh? what's the judgment thing I do? Is the, that judgmental? What? Or is that, is, that, is that an aspect that's separate from forgiveness? Like, dishonor or something? Like, is it an honor thing? Or is it just me being uh, pig-headed? Well, it's not okay. It, it, people to might me, change, right? To me, it is separate from forgiveness. Okay, it's a separate issue and axis of yeah. of movement. Yeah, forgiveness doesn't mean that what they did was okay. It doesn't mean that you forget. So how what do you hold did. them accountable? Is what that's the axis. It's like an orthogonal axis to forgiveness. Yeah. Um, and if there's legal consequences or whatever, it doesn't yeah. mean that they don't have to. They shouldn't have to deal with the, the social consequences element. of their actions. Right. It doesn't mean that either. Right. I've always said things like you should always uh, exile, like, say, a child molester or an abuser. Yeah. Uh, even haters, like real bad, abusive, like hate crime people. Yeah. I feel like exile is the best thing to do for those kinds of people. But but it what it does mean is is you stop, let it, let whatever happened hurt you. That's right. really what it's about. Right. Because That's, I can't look at a guy like that yeah. and, and laugh with them. I'll right. never laugh with that person again. I don't want to live a life with someone I can never laugh with. Yeah, and that's okay. Right. If I found out something bad about someone like that. Yeah. I just couldn't like them again. Um, I need to take a short break. Sure. Good call. Don't pause. 
No. Just I let it run. run. Let it run in the background? Yeah, because um, that way I can just edit out this part. Sure. Okay. And But it keeps the timing the same. You're right. You're right. I'm glad I didn't hit click. Yeah, thank you. We ready? Ready. Okay. Aim. What? <laughs> We're back. Yes. <clears throat> Guy's smoking me. a cigarette over there, and he's looking at me funny. Really? Yeah. I mean, I got my rifle ready. Oh, well, good. Yeah. But, um... Do you want to continue with the conversation we were having? Yes, a continuation. Um, you were asking uh, what... I, I, were you asking specifically about, like, Christianity, or were you asking about... I was talking specifically about... I wasn't asking so much about Christianity. I was pointing out that I had a problem with Christianity because there was an idea that somehow someone else could forgive on your behalf. Oh, okay. And I okay. felt that that was an unethical thing. Oh, okay. I don't think that anyone should have to be to forgive. Yeah. You know, but I understand that if you're thinking more like Eastern karma being paid off, yeah, that's something that could happen. Like, consequences yeah. get removed, and that counts as debt forgiveness, but not yeah. the same thing as uh, an actual yeah. spiritual victory on the behalf of others. Yeah. Well, yeah, forgiveness does forgiveness not... Forgiveness is redemption, and it's hard to get to. Yeah, well, forgiveness does not negate consequences of pe people's actions. Right, consequences. That, to, me, that, to me, that's what I say when I say forgive. For me, there'd be no consequences. If so, yeah, someone owed me no. 600 bucks, I'd say, I, don't worry about it. I, I forgive you for not paying me no, back. No, well, I mean, take... Uh, you know? it, it, like, the, this horrible movie that a friend of mine is in. Oh, which one was that? What the was the, the that Perfect one? Prayer one? Perfect Prayer. Okay. I'm going to talk about this one. Is that a Christian movie? It's supposed to be. It's supposed to be, and it's awful. It's right. absolutely awful. And it's the nothing about the message. Way off. Okay. Um, but the main character uh, in the stories is a little girl, and her her dad is a preacher, and he is sexually abusing her. Wait, that's a Christian movie? Yeah, and they and they it's talk about like what I would expect. They, yeah, they talk about forgiveness and stuff like that. But there's absolutely no consequences to this guy. He barely even apologizes. Really? And to me, that's... He was, he was, what was he abusing her? Sexually? Yeah. And, and I'm okay. like... Okay, there's no forgiving that. There's no forgiving that. Well, well, okay. For her, she got... She can let go of it. She got away from the situation in, in the t sense I talk about forgiveness. She's doing well. She's not letting that right. define the rest of her life. She has forgiven him. But he hasn't dealt with the consequences of his actions so for him there is no redemption so is that telling the churches to bury that stuff more that this is why this is a horrible movie it's a christian movie besides that it's that. like badly acted Forgive badly directed badly um Man. bad camera work i mean it's just a bad bad I, I, I bad never, movie if I, you want to watch it is on amazon prime i'll never watch it perfect prayer I, I guarantee like you, if you last more than five minutes in this movie, you're doing better than most people. You guys watched that with like BJ and, and everybody, right? Yeah, it was me, Kyla, and BJ, and, and we I sat, sat there down for a few minutes, right? We uh, maybe. I think we started watching it. And it, it was we bad. we sat there and 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 kind of mocked it the entire were time. The, were there two and, movies he was in? Oh yeah, he's been in more than one. Did you yeah. watch two of his? I, I not the whole thing. Okay, you only watched the one. Yeah, the whole, the whole thing. That's the one I started watching. I couldn't keep watching. Yeah, I left. but it was bad. Anyway. And they hadn't gotten to that part yet. They hadn't gotten to the part where but it was something so awful. It was, yeah, it was just it was it was a com. It, 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 it was, was like, like a hillbilly comedy slash dramatic. It evil. made no fucking sense. And at the end, I mean, it, you know, he, he, essentially his daughters left 
and he's she's not coming back and she's doing much better without him right and but i mean he doesn't go to jail he does i mean he nothing not no consequences at all that's completely different from forgiveness this is the problem where where the line between uh i always had this we had this discussion before about works versus faith Mm -hmm. i've always believed it's worse i don't believe that it's pure faith that should get you anywhere in anything you have to do something positive towards it at least before you can earn the right to say claim the credit for the for the debt forgiveness. You know, you can't just say, "Well, you know what? He did it for everybody, and I'm going to go kill people." Yeah, you know, it's not this. It's not okay. Yeah, well, that 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 version of works uh, to me is not really what is. It doesn't meant, have to be like you have to be faith. great works and be Oprah. Yeah, not everyone has to be freaking Oprah. You know, but. But there's a there's a sense of like if you don't do anything for it and then you make your deathbed confession and conversion yeah that's nothing that's yeah. not worth it you you have two minutes of of, of maybe a yeah. moment of well, thinking you did good well the thing is if and you if, shouldn't go if anywhere you're actually that seems unjust part yeah yeah and, you and it, right is, it is it is unjust you should go right down to where you belong it is unjust no it it's it it's more like. If you are truly sorry about the actions then you you did, you're gonna go confess it. You're gonna go to the police. You should, you're gonna you do should turn yourself what, in. What if, you if need you to begin taking those steps exactly. to redemption of some sort. Exactly. Even redemption to the point where you can walk among people. Yeah. Because when you do some sort of horrible thing, you should not be allowed to walk in civil society just because you said a demon made you do it or something. Yeah. It's like you have free will. Mm-hmm. And and you should not submit to evil. I I with my mental illness which I sometimes believe is spirits attacking me or something. Uh, actually, frequently. I'd say I always do. Let's get fair. I always believe that it's like an outside thing at me. But but um, I've dealt with incredible evil feelings, but no in, uh, intention came through to me to make me want to go do evil. Mm-hmm. But it's this evil presence, and you just resist it. You yeah. just say, fuck you, you yeah. know? And, and and that kind of reminds me. It's like we're watching the stand right There's now. No excuse for any evil. Yeah, we're watching the the stand right now. Uh, the CBS version. Yes, and we're we are like watching the stand. And it's three. a great movie because it's justice. And and well, no, but it reminds <laughs> me of the character Nick, the one that has that who can't talk and has yeah. the eye patch. Yeah. And Randall Flagg comes to him and offers. It's like I'll let you speak. I'll do all this, and he yeah. just gives him the finger. He just gives him the finger and chooses <laughs> not to speak. Yeah. But when she says to speak, he speaks. Yeah. Right? <laughs> the thing is, it's, it's a very um, like Christians love this movie, and it's a post-apocalyptic genre. I'm not. I don't call myself a Christian, uh, but I've heard someone say they're a Christ follower, and I can get behind that. But why the hell, when they say there's only one f- pair of footprints, why the hell wasn't one of them carrying him once in a while. You know what I mean? It's like, you know what I mean? It could just be they're trying to leave no trail, like, like uh, what are they called? Uh, yeah. Sand people. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been the best way to go. It's like, you walk for a while, and then I'll carry you. But here it is. It's like, I carried you the whole time, man. Is that really the lesson? Is, is it supposed to be that? Why don't they come out and become leaders? Like, that? That one of my favorite verses is, uh, if you have the faith of a mustard seed, you'll move mountains. Yeah. I mean, that corresponds to E equals MC squared, if you think about it. Yeah. If you said, if you translated faith to power, right? Some sort of other... Di- mm-hmm. I'm sure if you looked in the Word, you'd find something that could, that could draw you there. That Maybe he was just teaching them something amazing about the universe. Yeah. And that they were supposed to go try to take that and use it. And you talk about the your yours is the, the parable of the talents. Well, yeah. Right. It's this idea that you use what you're given. Yeah. And, uh, and it doesn't mean everybody's given the same thing. Right. 
And, but, and the one guy who used it, even if he broke even, he made double. What what are you supposed to do with his right, profit? Right, right. He did great. The guy that buried in his yard is basically disowned. Yeah. Because why waste that? I gave that to you. I could have given it to someone who would have done good for the world. Mm-hmm. That's the honor. That's the father. Kind of very patriarchal father, but still a lesson, you know? Yeah. These are parables. And then the third one was the one who basically did what? What did he do with it? He did something bad, too. Well, um, it, well, no. I think the, the first two, like, the... I, I, I forget exactly. The, the punchline is basically the one who buried it got disowned. Yeah. 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 It's like the other two... The other two like, did okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. Did okay with it. One doubled his money and one like quadrupled his money or something like that. Are you sure? Like or maybe one guy just didn't make any money or something. He broke even. But at least like he that. did something he with tried. it. Yeah. He tried. He tried. He was fine. Yeah. And that's what I think about the works thing. Yeah. It's like as long as you try and you really mean it. Yeah. You might not go well. You can't apologize to every victim of, of say, your anger or something. If you uh-huh. punch people out and you want to go back and say, I was I was wrong, you're making a fist but, and you're saying it. But uh, um, he, but here's where the grace comes in. Grace? And, what and is that? Let, no, let me explain it. Explain it. Okay. So, it's a very Methodist thing, apparently. I've heard of this. <laughs> go ahead. Well, if you believe in the grace and you really take it to heart. You should you, live it. You, and you are going to do the works because of the grace. I get you. So it, it, they do this, go the hand in hand. The works come after understanding that this was given to you. Yes. For the people who have that faith. Yes. This I understand. Like I say, I'm not yeah. particularly Christian, but I understand the idea of following in the path of somebody. You know? Someone yeah, said they're so, a Christ follower, and I was like, that's a pretty cool way to put that. Down here, because everyone's asking me at work when I was selling stuff, which church do you go to? And I was uh-huh. like, I don't go to a church and then i went to the mill or i was gonna and i said i'm thinking about going to the mill mm-hmm. just because it seemed like an easy going music place where they play music i deal um and it's the best church i've been to but i'm not um ever going to be gung-ho for any organized group like that i don't I believe know. in an organized group you get three people together things go fucked <laughs> so let's not do that but at the same time i understand what people see in that yeah and finally because i never did and I can appreciate it as much as I appreciate Greek mythology, which was, in, you know, mm-hmm. and it's not as bad as this modern part of our life now. Yeah. But they all fit together. Like I say that there's a sort of avatar aspect to the Jesus parable. Yeah. Or the Jesus truth or whatever, whatever it is, the Jesus story. Yeah. He came down as a son of what could be by the Hindus called Brahman Atman, mm-hmm. as in a projection or an avatar. And so he said, as my father, as in my father principle that brought me yeah. here. And so that makes a lot of sense to a lot of different religions if you start looking at it a little bit like it's the big principle came down yeah. and tried to fix things. And so that to me is fair. And as long as it's not that thing where you say your way of looking at this prism of life is wrong. Because mm-hmm. everyone can look at it from a different angle. Yeah. And the old story that I like about that is the three wise men, supposedly it's a joke about wise men, like uh, sarcastic uh, comedy style. You, you say, okay, there are three wise men standing around an elephant. They're blind. And so one guy grabs something and he says, this is a rope. Yeah. And the other guy says, this is a hose. Yeah. And the guy says, this is a wall. Yeah. But then a fourth guy walks up blind and he sticks his head in there and he says, it smells like shit. <laughs> so it's about the perspective on the elephant. It's about the perspective of the elephant. No? Not the elephant. <laughs> We're going to ask what the elephant feels on that. Is that a wrong thing? Uh, to well, I, I think the elephant would have a little issue with that last guy. But. Correct. I think the, little, the elephant would have just made a noise. I mean, he's he's had his tail they would tugged. All know it was. His his uh, his his trunk tugged, his yeah. side, you know, yeah, smacked, yeah, yeah. and then somebody sticks a head up his ass. That's exactly. I think that I think the elephant would have an issue Unless with that. Unless that elephant was very adventurous. 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> An adventurous elephant. Yeah, it's a very adventurous elephant. And that's why he's standing in a circle around that's blind guys. That's a good guys. way to get dead. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. a good way to get dead. Probably. You don't want to have an adventure in the middle of the city with a bunch of blind guys walking around. Well, I mean, it's like, you know, you see the Darwin Awards occasionally. Mm. It is like, there's always like one every year where somebody gets trampled by an elephant they were teasing. And I'm like, don't what the fuck are you elephant. doing? Don't tease an thing's bigger than you. Yeah. Hell, I walked through a horse's field one time and he ran right at me. Yeah. I was trying to cut across a field and there's a horse in it. I thought I'd get away with it because he's way the hell over there. Yeah. What the hell, horses. Yeah. And he ran at me and he did the whole, like, uh, what is it? Uh, Black Beauty mm-hmm. cover where he's rearing up. He yeah. was right over me, rearing up. I was like, I'm going to get trampled. Yeah. And luckily he just warned me and yeah. I snuck away. Yeah. And I got off the property as soon as <laughs> fucking possible. You, know, you don't fuck with big animals. No. You don't. They're no. bigger than you. It doesn't matter how nice they look. A yeah. rhino? Oh, what a cute rhino. No. Well, yeah, even a hippopotamus will fuck Oh, hippopotamuses kill people every year. Yeah. They're they're. They'll hold you right under the water, too. Yeah. Uh, supposedly, in the river, they'll grab you and pull you right under if you're yeah. annoying them. Yeah. And they'll leave you there until you drown. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You don't mess with a hippopotamus. Yeah, no. <laughs> nope. I mean, there's these birds pecking at their heads all day. Because the birds like are, are uh, symbiotes, sort of, but they're parasitical a little because uh-huh. they make them bleed by accident. Uh-huh. They're eating these mites and bugs or something on the uh-huh. thing. And so they cut into the neck of the thing. This thing's always in a little bit of pain because it's got these things living on it. Yeah. You can't get rid of them because they're flying all the time. Right. And then some asshole comes up to try to pet them. I'm sure yeah. that's a bad day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. In general rule, don't try to pet wild animals, period. Right. You do the you do if you can, you do the typical uh crocodile and knee thing. You go Yo, like this and yeah. You go, oh yeah. Oh, and you do your little fingers. Hold them out. And that little thing will lay right down. That's what you do. I watch that. I know it's true. I've seen, uh-huh. it. I've seen a documentary on that called Crocodile Lundy. Yes. That's what I will do in a situation with a lion. <laughs> At Duke, there are, um, well, they're quad squirrels. And they're, they're squirrels. Quad squirrels. We, we, well, they're extremely fat. Fat. Oh, they get eaten. They, eat, they live in the quad and they eat all the food yeah, for lunch. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember Keith and I were walking around campus one day, and he tried to pet one. You pet a squirrel? He tried. Keith did. He's like, he thought they were that tame. Yeah, no. They'll bite you. Yeah, that was that was did get, funny. Did he bleed? No, he didn't bleed, but he it scared the shit out of him. <laughs> Nipped at him. Yeah. Those things have hard teeth. They bite through wood. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hell, bees. I've realized now. I've learned can bite through wood. They chew through it in like a day. Yeah. And they make a little nest in there. Yeah. Things that you wouldn't think can hurt you. Yeah, yeah. We so. should be afraid of all things. <laughs> yes, that is the lesson. And then gradually learned. subtract safe things, and then we will have the safest, best life. <laughs> uh, lots of things can hurt you. Uh, well, um, let's see. I, I don't normally pay attention to the news, but uh, yesterday they uh, made a new federal ho- holiday. What is it? Uh, Juneteenth. Uh, Juneteenth is a good holiday. Yes. I know what it is. Yes. So I like I, I, it's you like I support it. it. You want to explain it again? You're always good at explaining real stuff. Well, it, I just it, make shit up. It is um, uh, the day the slaves became free. Yeah, it's and, a, uh, Emancipation Day, right? Yes. Juneteenth. June fifteenth, right? Or is it or June nineteenth? Nineteenth. Yes. No wonder. Yes. Okay, because I heard it was Juneteenth coming up or whatever. I, I thought it was the fifteenth. Honestly, yeah. I didn't know, yeah. but I know about it. Yeah. So, so that is now day. officially a federal holiday. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, that makes up a little bit for Black History Month being so damn short. You know? <laughs> Get a few extra holidays in the year and we'll be good. 
but yeah so i thought that was cool yeah um uh i like i like holidays it's just that when they start doubling up you get in trouble yeah you're like okay this is uh may march 4th is a good one right uh-huh. It's uh, uh, March 4th for GM's Day. It's sort of a takeoff of May the 4th. Mm. Be with you, May 4th. Uh, and so imagine these nerd holidays add up. You yeah. know, there's a few that fall on the same day. And, yeah. and it's like, which one are you celebrating? You end up with a, a, a Kwanzaa situation, <laughs> I think. Where it's like, anyway, whatever. Or what is it, the other one? Um, the one with the pole from uh, Seinfeld? Festivus. Oh, Festivus. Festivus. <laughs> yes. So, like, we got Festivus, Christmas. The airing of grief and Airing and Feast of Strength. Uh-huh. I, I, yeah. <laughs> and airing of grievances. That's a great thing, but we should hold that off to a different day. You know, it's, it's, it's getting lost. We need a different day for Festivus. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, Kwanzaa's taken very seriously. And I understand that by the pe- people who do it. But it's a non it's a non secular it's a secular holiday in a lot of ways, but it's spiritual about mm-hmm. the tradition. Yeah. It's a historical type of holiday. Yeah. But I think we get lost, we never hear about it, right? Because we always hear it in conflict with Christmas and so Well, way. it it depends on what, that war on Christmas motive. Well, it kinda depends on what, what uh not the what so what social false. circles you're in. Exactly. If yeah. you're if you're in a, a a very intelligent group of of probably like urban African professionals. I mean, it's like people who work at universities mm-hmm. and they live in cities. Um, you're going to hear more about Kwanzaa. Yeah, well, I mean, when I, I was... And Martha's Vineyard has a town that is that is those professionals. Mm-hmm. It, and they call the area they lived in in the 1900s, they called it the Inkwell because it was all black people. And they're the wealthy 20th century black people who got to go to a place where they didn't get yeah. uh, you know, racism thrown at them. And they can go to the beach without having yeah. things. But they had their own beach yeah. during segregation. Yeah. But it was like because, but they lived in the whole town, right, right. downtown. So this is a group that would have some Kwanzaa, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, and I've seen Kwanzaa because of that. Yeah. You know? So I point that out as there are actual demographics in this country. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, when I worked, um, when I was a teaching assistant in um, uh, Durham, North Carolina, uh, probably 80% of our kids were black. Mm. And so Kwanzaa was a big thing. Yeah, it, is, it can too. be, and, and we did. So we in I mean, the nineties, it was had a flare up, and we, it was a bigger did, deal. Yeah, we did Christmas decorations, and we did Kwanzaa decorations, and at school. Yeah, we did that too. Yeah. We did all that too. Was yeah. what I'm saying though, but it gets lost in the middle, and you don't quite understand it because they don't have time to explain it when they're talking about other things related to the other holidays coming yeah. up. Like we had to do something about Hanukkah. We didn't have very many Jewish kids in our school, but mm-hmm. summer people from New York, you know, were Jewish, so we yeah. met Jewish people. Yeah. So. But. Um, Anyway. This is this is an odd, odd uh, thing. I'm talking about uh, cultural groups right uh-huh. now. Yeah. And I'm um, I'm feeling like this old conditioning I got from high school, where I feel like I'm maybe sh- you know I'm doing something non politically correct when I speak about very real cultural groups. But I think it's I, I honestly have this opinion now that it's re- this it's best to be realistic about people's cultures. Like uh, my family was part of that swath that ended up in South Boston. Yeah. And then we ended up in Connecticut too, you know? Yeah. That was a Irish Irish Bostonite. You're Southeast. They become yeah. In in Boston they were Southie. So people. so shameless you can really right. relate to. Shameless is my freaking family. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> it is. It's yeah. a perfect show about my family. Yeah, I get it. And so I don't have a problem with that. And I know that all I'm an Irish, Scottish, but but it was Ireland, uh Scotland went to Ireland mm-hmm. and we ended up with a castle in Ireland, a small one. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and this was like a, a shitty castle in, in South Dublin. Sank, to, sank into a swamp right. a few times. And then yeah. two brothers came to the United States because one of them was a criminal and one was a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Just like an Irish story, right? Yeah. It's like, okay, so the, the good brother and the bad brother, right? Mm-hmm. And my family's from the bad brother that stayed east. And the, the, the good brother went out and found a town in Wisconsin and then continued west. And then they had a family diplomat. Uh, right. The ambassador to Russia. You're right. Was from that side of the family. Yeah. My family was, a, my, uh, the brother on my side was escaping a debt. <laughs> and he was going to debtor's prison. So they went to the Mer- America with his brother who had a law degree. And yeah. they kind of fought on the boat or something. And then they ended up living together. It's like he brought him to America and left. Wow. Right? So this is that typical Irish story. These things happen in the cultures. Like, yeah. And, and so we got these Irish drunk writer jokes that I make. And I don't drink a lot. But when I do, I'm bad. I, <laughs> I'm not like abusive. But I'm just the happiest stupid drunk. Yeah. And I'll lay down on the floor spinning. Yeah. Off of two beers. Like, no, no, two rums and coke. Mm -hmm. That'll actually knock me down. And so I often think, like, if I start trying to write, then I'm an Irish writer, you know, (laughs) and I can get something done, you know. There are these things. Culture matters. Yeah. And I don't think it's a matter of, like, if you were raised in the culture, you'd have the culture. Well, and and to me... It's nothing to do with race, but culture. Yeah, and to me, like, um, a lot of the... uh, What is it called? Benefits they give to certain races. Mm. You mean affirmative action? Affirmative action, yes. Even my ex hated affirmative action, I, and she I, was darker skin than you. I, 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 I don't, not a, I like don't a, think it should be based on the color of your skin. I think it should be based on socioeconomic class. That's the best way to go to be an egalitarian democracy somewhere. Because because there are is fixing a generation. You yeah. don't have to fix it for everyone right now because it's going to take too long, right? Mm-hmm. But within a generation, they should be able to roll that out where everyone's like equal to each other and yeah. we respect our cultures, just like Star Trek. That's my ideal for a pluralistic yeah. society. Yeah, well, and to me, that it's like it, it takes the race out of the issue, and that's that's not right. it shouldn't that's be not that the issue. But, but look, look at okay, here's in that the deal. Sense. Say you have an Andorian on a Starfleet ship. Yeah. Right. They need colder weather. Yeah. Because they're cold-based creatures. And so they got to turn the AC up on those ships, and they might have more Andorians on that ship because mm-hmm. of that. And then the Klingons, for example, they do something, and, and then you have to deal with the Vulcan Pond Far. Mm-hmm. Well, there are cultures of, of people that have different holidays, and you have to tolerate that at work. Yeah. You have to be able to deal with everyone's holidays, and Jewish people have a ton of holidays. Yes, they but do. they're not lazy. They no. come back and do the damn work. Yeah. But they know how to work fast because of that, and they have a culture of storytelling. You know, So that's why you see a lot of Jewish writers in Hollywood. It's not because... A cliche is an overdone um, simplification, mm-hmm. right? But there is true culture that informs someone to be able to make that stupid joke that someone would be like, come on, man. Yeah. You know, uh, you know there's something there culturally for, for different groups. Yeah. Uh, and that, that like, it informs the food. For example, um, I've never had pig's feet. Because I have. You have? Yes. Where'd you have them? Puerto Rico. You had them in Puerto Rico. Yep. Now, what's the deal with pig's feet? These are the cuts of meat that no one else would eat. Yeah. And they're cheaper. Yep. And so you end up with pig's feet because you are in a socioeconomic class where pig's feet are available. So Puerto Rico and also uh, Africa, African-Americans yeah. um, will eat pig's feet because mm-hmm. when they when they were emancipated, they did not get the best jobs, just like Irish people, but yeah. worse. Yeah. Truly worse. But Irish people had no Irish need apply, and so it was hard for them to eat. Yeah. So they ate a lot of junk, too. And pig's feet might seem to be junk, but over a lifetime, I'm sure, the fatty knuckles end up having artery problems. 
So you see that there are some actual effects and cause and effect relationship to history and culture. It's not bad. I think personally anyone can be able to do whatever they want. And if you like eating foods that give you artery problems like Irish people and like a lot of Puerto Rican people, we have a lot of health problems because of the way we lived. Irish people were poorer in the potato famine. Yeah. And also we, we swarmed America and they hated it. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah, and, 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 and the Puerto Ricans, especially at the turn of the century, essentially. And who's they, though? The white people, you know? Well. They, the movie, though. Uh, there's a movie, The Full Monty. Where they uh, say, yes. and this is, a, this is an Irish person's take on it. It doesn't have the American political weight to it, so yeah. it's, it sounds innocent. Because it's a very innocent way to put it. He said, we're basically the black people of Europe. Yeah. Because we're the underclass as a culture. Everyone looks down on us. Yeah. So we're going to just do it. We're going to get naked on stage or whatever they were doing. <laughs> but it's the best line in that movie. Yeah. Because, and the other thing about Irish people is one, um, the guy, the guy said, the woman says, is there a problem? Because they were doing that silent, like, like can't figure their emotions out thing yeah. in bed. Is there a problem? And he said, you know, no, no. He said, if something was bothering me, I'm, I said, I'm Irish. If there's something bothering me, I just shut up about it for the rest of my life or something. Mm. And in fact, he was saying something was wrong, but he yeah. wouldn't say it. That's an Irish stereotype. But yeah. it's also true because of uh, Catholic culture, guilt cultures. Yeah. The, you know, it's part of nature. It's part yeah, of our social and, nature. And well, and, and, and like Puerto Ricans, you know, part of the reason they're in New York City is because after they emancipated all the slaves, the uh, uh, the construction companies needed cheap labor. Okay. And so they went to Puerto Rico yeah. and brought They'd a lot of people They'd already burned China. With rails and and that, but that's I mean that's why there are yeah. so many Puerto Ricans in New York City is because they needed cheap labor, so they would go to the island and bring a bunch of them over. Okay, and so they were like second class citizens, right? Coming in there, and that's about the time West yeah. Side Story would come out. Is that no, no? That was that was much like, later. Not that, the time, was, but the time period it represents. Well, 50s. no, no. This was like the the turn of the century, the 1900s. Okay, okay. and um, yeah, West Side Story was more. Uh, the 60s. Gotcha. It took place in the 60s or it was made in the 60s? It, well, it was made in the 60s, but it also took place around that time. Okay, I thought it took place a little earlier. And, um... the 50s. But it, it's, it's like, you think about it, that's only 50 years off of these oh, poor, cheap it's like second immigrants third, coming I mean, in. It's like third generation off. It, middle of third generation. Yeah, and, and, um... So that, you know, I mean, Puerto Rico, up until the 80s, you know, they were forcibly sterilizing women in Puerto Rico. Yeah. You know? There were a whole bunch of bullshit eugenics things going on in that country yeah. at the time. Yeah. It's not the same country. It was a, it was a different America. Yeah. And I mean, and we were, we were United States citizens and they were doing that to right. us in the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. And they didn't, you never got voting rights. Uh, never still did. No, no, we still, uh, still, if you live on the island now, if you live in the United States, you can. But if you live on the island. Your votes aren't counted for presidency. You cannot vote for president. Even though you are a U.S. citizen with a Social Security card and yep. paying taxes. Yep. It's the same penalty, yep. but none of the benefits really. Except, I mean, and they also don't send a lot of aid to to the, the ravaged yeah. area. I remember when that one was on the air, it was a big deal for mm -hmm. you. Because you saw the devastation. And it hurt because they didn't clean that up, really. Yeah. And it sucked. Yeah. It, it's it's like we, uh, you know, we've been, uh, gosh, I remember, when was it? I don't, I don't remember exactly when it was, when all of a sudden all, our birth certificates were null and void and we all had to get new birth certificates. Oh, they made you get a new one for the U.S. government? Yeah, because they said ours were being... Um, Falsely used? Yeah, too uh, much. So we had to get... With, with a lot of... Um, 
people who are treated as immigrants and treated yeah. as second class citizens is that when they try to come through as as even your legal oh, I remember one time with my ex we were at the social security office and the lady would not believe because we were getting a card that Puerto Rico was part of the United States oh god I've had that happen too it was horrible I've had that happen too it was and, and, and it was like and I had to get a manager to come over and, and the and manager came over and said yes it is yeah and just give it to her and, and and the thing is we were both getting our well and, and Ryder was telling me one of one of his uh, girlfriends that before he met Marissa or when he was still staying up here had said something to me you know because he's 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 very conservative and he's like well I don't and she said something about me about you know me being an illegal immigrant and he looked <laughs> illegal immigrant she's mad at you she called you a legal immigrant an illegal immigrant well back to where he come from and he's and like especially say that to a native american that's the funniest thing i've ever oh, seen on, God. on youtube is that kind of thing well i, I mean Go i've heard that country. i've heard oh, yeah. that on the radio actually i don't i rarely call on a radio station but i did when somebody said that shit about puerto rico yeah Go back to your country yeah and i'm like see tammy's like, kind of a puerto rico nationalist uh she was she had this thing where she thought puerto rico should have been its own country and that's her opinion. I mean, you know, well, it I, wasn't getting much from the United States. Well, it, it's it's kind of weird. I mean, it's like in Grand, and I haven't been back there since I was. Wasn't in high there school. a Taino king and queen, or something? Uh, like I have royal, no idea. I, I, I have heard. No idea. I heard there that was. That may be true. I don't at know. At one point, I don't know who they would be. But yeah. Supposedly, there was like a mini royalty, like Hawaii. I I have no idea. Uh I I never I've never heard of that before. Maybe so. she's but but I only lived there until I was four, so. She lived there a lot longer than I did. Gotcha. But um, she only lived till like eight or so yeah. there, and she moved to Connecticut or like around ten. She said she remembers she having to learn English from scratch at school. Oh well, I mean, my mom is at white, 10. and so I, you know, I learned English in the home, but uh, my first language is Spanish. <coughs> and you don't remember it, but would you no. pick it up again? You think? Oh yeah. I love it's to go in somewhere. there. I used to know Castilian uh, accented Spanish from my. Uh, school and I was in the advanced placement class. We did a play, yeah, full language speaking, everything. I was a, a borderline fluent, and I'd love to really pick up Spanish. Well, you know what? We need to. Maybe that's where we need to do our our trip somewhere. Our, yeah, we need to go down somewhere to Puerto Spanish, Rico. Puerto Rico. We can go to Puerto Rico. Excellent. Tammy wouldn't bring me. She said I get killed for being too white. No, she. Not yet. It's always. I was like, bullshit. what are you talking about? I don't think I'd have a problem. I mean, this tourism. And well, I just, yeah, I know I know how to handle a situation. She th- she thought I had no street smarts at all, but I've been homeless. You get well, smarts. okay. I mean, I've got. I mean, it's like I I could put it on Facebook because I've got fam. Well, not family friends that still live down there, and if I said, "Hey, we're going to Puerto Rico. Who wants to visit?" You know, we we'd have people Funny. down there. We can get we can do that. That'd be um, fine if we can make it like a date. Also, there were there were there were a bunch of people at my dad's funeral who flew up from Puerto Rico to go to my dad's funeral. Yeah, and I'm what, friends with all of them on Facebook. What I would love, if it's possible, yeah, is if we could at least take a day where it's us traveling the beaches and looking around. Oh yeah, rather than dealing with a lot of people who are speaking a language I don't know yet. Oh no, that's fine. Okay, but at the same time, I'm very welcome to a day of that, and and then another day of rest, and a day of that. You know? Yeah. Back and forth, but I, I'm not good with um, that. Uh, yeah. Understanding, not understanding a language, and then still also being disoriented. Well, I know my brain. Most people down brain. there speak English too. Well, good. Uh, most people. I can, I'm not going to say deal all with people. But... I, I can definitely deal with any yeah. friends you have. I just know me, and I know how I'd be, and I, well, it'd this, be like meeting me, and then also dealing with you going. This is more my parents' friends, so it's not like I want to like do this 
like big but, visit. But but I will tell you, the last time I was down there, it was when I was in high school, and it turned out that one of my friends from high school was also going to Puerto Rico at the same time. And so we hooked up with them, and we went to the rainforest there together. It was That's fun. That's the stuff I want to see. It was it was really fun. But my dad, when we were down there, he made one phone call, and we had not courtside seats at a basketball game. We were on the court. Yeah. We were like sitting right on the court on the we were sitting behind one of the baskets ah. i mean like you had to pay attention or you get like a basketball ahead yes and and yeah he made one <laughs> phone call and he's throwing up the ball wow. it, the 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 <laughs> and they put you right there as a guest of honor yeah he, yeah he's also the ponce Cause, down there yeah because the the the, 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 the basketball courts down there are fenced in so they don't have you know uh fans rush the Rush, the, <laughs> rush the court. Oh wait, they they have a, a barrier, and you're in front. Yeah, of Yeah, they they have a fence around the. If something the court. bad happened, people get too excitable. Yeah, and, and then the, and they rush the, the court. And, yeah, and it seems the basketball games people have riots and stuff when it goes wrong. Well, and soccer too. Soccer and f- football. This happened too. Yeah. Um. Sports. Yeah. Sports yeah. people are competitive. Yeah. So so it's, we were inside the fence. Yeah. I mean, it was crazy. It was like made one phone call, and we were meeting the mayor, and wow. and he, and he's throwing up the ball at the beginning of the game, and we he's sat back there. in town, so they said, "Hey, come on, yeah, in. yeah." <laughs> wow, was, like I said, you're royalty. So that that was that was pretty nuts, but um, yeah, it's it, it was, uh, and yeah, we went to some of the old Spanish forts, and um, El Yunque is the the the, the rainforest. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it was funny because back when my parents lived there, um, th- there was now a road that connects one side of the, like San Juan de Ponce. Yeah. So connects a, the island. Yeah. But back in, and so it'll take you maybe an hour to traverse. But back when my parents lived there, that road did not exist. And so you had to like wind through the mountains. It took you six hours to get anyway. across the mountains. Wow. And, and they used to joke that my dad's part was like the the road because it was like all over the place <laughs> oh this part of there yeah yeah an uneven line yeah line yeah well he like he park. had weird hair i mean he was you know his 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 father was black yeah and and so he he ended up with kind of like like that real tight wave mm-hmm. not curls so it wasn't I, kinky I think, in that sense but dad, that real tight wave your dad and tammy have the same skin tone because her dad was black yeah and he was very dark yeah, and his her grandfather though was they call him uh, the Spaniard. Mm-hmm. He was a milk farmer, a dairy farmer. Yeah, and uh, he was as white as he's whiter than me. He's yeah. pale because they call him the Span. They call him the Spaniard because of that. And um, so he had she had these two different influences in her family. And she mm-hmm. ended up about as uh, your dad's skin tone. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's definitely she's dark. about there. You've seen her. Yeah, darker than me. Yeah, but my mom's white, so right. you know, uh, but. But my, my my mom never had any. Uh, she she got annoyed with the sexism down there. Your mom did. Oh god, yeah. Like they, do they do they do that thing they do in Uruguay? Because we almost moved there once. Yeah. Uh, there's this thing where they will hire you based on your measurements. In Uruguay, I have no idea. You literally have to have the right measurements to get the job if you're female. Mm. It's that bad, because Tammy's looking for jobs and she couldn't get one because she didn't have those measurements. Ah. But. And that was really we had a we had a discussion about that. No one was arguing. It was just like that's messed up. We're not going, you know. Yeah. But 
whatever. Yeah, I, I, I have legally no post idea. those ads. Wow. Yeah. Now, um, my my mom, uh, my mom, she worked. She uh, when my parents lived down there, my dad was a, a college professor in science, and then he did basketball during Your the summer. Your dad was a college professor in science. Yes. A medical doctor and a basketball star. Yeah. Is this man, but this was before he was a medical doctor. What kind of 1950... What, when was he born? 20s? No. <laughs> 48. 40s, 48. 48. I don't mean to be rude. But say 1948, there's a massive science experiment, sort of like Captain America, and they made your dad. He was a renaissance man. He was. He was. He painted? Yes. And he painted these really cool uh, paintings where you put them up to blacklight, and there's extra stuff in there, actual new images that you find only in blacklight. He, he was very talented. Really, In a really, lot of ways. Really talented. And, um, That's why your kids are so together. I think it's just like marriage. Well, and, and, and I was like, of 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 the kids. I mean, even my dad recognized near the end there that I was the most like him. I, I just think and, through uh, the centuries, you guys were breeding the right champion, right? Yeah. As and, you, but my, but and my mom, she taught English in you know being a native English speaker. Uh huh. Um, she taught English in college when she was down there, and. Um, <laughs> totally off topic. She was really. a lawyer. Well, Your uh, mom's extraordinary too. She was. Uh, she bec she went for her paralegal way. degree after I had graduated from high school, and she ended up graduating with a paralegal degree the same year that my youngest brother graduated from high school. Mm. And then she went and got her law degree. And after that, so she got her law degree when she was fifty. Right. Yeah. And uh, she was also the valedictorian at her school, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. But, um, uh, yeah, it was, but she would get frustrated because my dad was not handy at home at all. We have this one picture of him like holding a hammer and everybody's like, look, he's holding a hammer. You know, okay. it's funny Thinking because you can't, you, you shouldn't try to do every damn thing. No, but yeah, he was not, he was not handy like that. My mom was the one who did that kind of stuff. Okay. And, and, and so him holding a hammer was just extraordinary. Yeah. It, you know, and so it, we had, like me either. it was, it was funny. You know, I think, I think they were building a tree house or something and I'm like, he's up there with a hammer and somebody got a picture of it and it's just funny because it's like anybody knows my dad knows my dad did not build do that. a tree house yeah right but um but it used to frustrate her because she'd like go into an appliance store to buy a new appliance and they'd be like well we'll sell it to your husband in when puerto he gets rico. here when, when she when the, yeah when they lived in yeah. puerto rico and she's like well my husband has no fucking clue what's going on oh of course she'd say it a lot nicer than that right and i'm like you need to sell it to me and it was that kind of stuff that got really frustrating for right. her this, because this she was a woman she was not allowed to be handy at home this was something that i saw at the mattress store and it was actually kind of reversed if the man came in you wouldn't sell the bed and that's not me it's some of these older older guys that had yeah. a, a thing they said it's a woman's thing to oh. buy the bed she's going to make the decision oh. every time not actually true yeah the guy likes it as tech you tell uh -huh. him about the the yeah you, you can sell differently to men and women truly yeah but it was kind of a sexism that said, don't ever try to just sell, if there's a split couple, like one's yeah. out at the store buying food and the other one's looking at beds. Yeah. Unless it's a woman, don't try to sell it. Oh. Yeah. Literally just tell them to come back together, you know, which is hmm. bad. It's a waste of an effort. They came in, you know. So there's sexism on that. People think certain things are for men and some things are for women. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And, and maybe in a but lot of ways. But there are homes... differences in buying practices. 
Yes. This is a this is a thing where it's like a nuance. Mm -hmm. There are differences between cultures or differences between genders, and they're important and they're valuable. Yeah. Well, it, what's interesting is like my mom was a bargain hunter. Yeah. And she would clip coupons <coughs> and she would do all that. My dad would go in and he would be like, "I want that. How much is it?" And he'd just pay full price. Gotcha. He didn't so, he didn't haggle. No, bargain. he didn't haggle. He didn't have time to haggle or bargain. He's probably working on a painting. You want to get home to it? Yeah. So it was it was it was like they had a very different styles and all that. But uh, me, unless I have a question, I don't want to talk to someone trying to sell something to me. And I was a salesman. I and it's weird because depending on what it is, I will do both. You do it in a way where you're getting your information right, and you kind of stall them a little, don't you? Get them talking about something so you can think about something else. Well, it depends. Right? It depends. Like like when I bought the first van after um, Keith and I split up, my, my green van, and I'm like, I bargain shopped the shit out of that. And yeah, the van? Oh, yeah. It was great. Good job. I, I, I kicked ass on that one. I could have turned around and sold that thing for $3,000 more than I bought it for. I basically make one counter offer, and if I accept it, I take it. Uh, I also like to buy the medium price thing rather than the cheap one or the expensive one. Yeah. Because the medium price thing will have the longest life compared to its price. Versus the the, the, the most expensive might be cutting edge and break. Mm -hmm. uh, and all that, you know? So yeah. I try to buy the... I have a buying price like that. Um, and I prefer not to have rig and roll. Like, I want to go there. I know the product already. So I looked it up and mm -hmm. I made my decision. But I noticed your buying practice. When we bought these laptops. and yeah. Where we bought the laptop and you bought your uh, tablet. It was a good 20 minutes, but that's not that's a big decision for that kind of money. Yeah. But yet, we know it was a good product. Yeah. And we tested it out, and yeah. we went for it. Yeah. You, you're a good buyer, because you're brand loyal, right? And you're, you pick good brands. Like, you have this, this app that you use, and we're not sponsored, but we should be. <laughs> you use this app, and you wanted to help them with their ad campaign and, and, and speak highly of the product, because you agree with it. Yeah. So, when you like a product, you talk about it. Yeah. This is a thing, guys. If you want to advertise on this darn show for some reason, Janelle is the best product spokesman <laughs> in all of creation. But uh, yeah, that objectively. Yeah. So it, it it really depends on what I'm buying. Yeah. Like the van, the first van I got, I actually they had misposted the trade-in value as the sale price oh, on their website. Oh no, you used it. Oh, yes, I did. And I went and I drove all the way to Rock Hill, mm -hmm. which is like south of Charlotte. And um, so a good, you know, two-hour drive for me, but it was worth it. And I went over there and I test drove the vehicle and he's trying to sell me. And I was like, no, nah, I need to think about it. Because he pro quoted me a price that was like $4,000 above <laughs> what I'd seen on the website. Oh. And I'd already printed it out. And so I came back and I came back the next day and I showed him the the printout from the website and you should have seen his face get pale because he got in trouble as hell it he, was... he got some feedback from his boss because he's like okay well if he tried to cheat you then he gets bad pr well i mean it's not really cheating i mean it's yeah. like they have to make money and right. so i expect that they're going to sell the vehicle for he, more he lost his whole commission probably off that four thousand dollars yeah yeah and so um we negotiated from there and i had him throw throw in brand new tires and a you huh. know a dvd system and a few yeah. other things and paid a thousand dollars above what they had on the website gotcha and i'm like and so he made maybe 500 bucks off of that that sucks 
Which that sucks for a car salesman to agree. Yeah, but but, but you know what? That was their mistake, and I took advantage but of it. <laughs> even a mattress salesman, that wouldn't be a great sale. Yeah. Um, I mean, hell, I I remember the the best sales day I had. I sold a nine thousand bed, nine thousand dollar bed when I opened the door. Yeah. And it was a setup. It was great. I yeah. made what two thousand dollars on that sale. Yeah. Just into my pocket. Yeah. It was great, and I didn't cheat them or anything. They just didn't ask for a different price. Yeah. It was great. So, I let it happen because I was trying to impress a coworker, and I acted like I was a good salesman. Yeah, well, well, the funny, the really great thing about that was like Keith always like tried to pretend he was the, you know, the good negotiator or whatnot, and I told oh, him how, how much I paid for the van, and he was like, "You what?" I see, I, here's the thing, I was gonna say, and I'm like, "Oh, you you think I can't do things too?" The one time I was proud of Tammy. The one time I was financially proud of Tammy yeah. was we went to buy our second car, which was unnecessary. She just didn't want to change all the tires out, which is a great car. We just bought it, what, four years ago, five years ago. Yeah. But there was a trade-in opportunity, uh-huh. and she wanted to take the new thing. Yeah. So we ended up upgrading our Kia Sorento, right? And uh, we had a, we went there for a, like a week's worth of negotiations because of bad credit, yeah. which she always has and I always had. I don't have any more because I fixed most of it. It's not terrible. It's getting better. It's getting better. So anyway, we had, uh, uh, what do they call it? My dad used to call it slow credit. Yeah. He said, no credit, slow credit. <laughs> right? We'll help you out. How do I get you alone? Alone, though. You know, how do I get you alone? You yeah. Know? It was bad. He used to fuck around like he was a shitty salesman. He was, though, but he was he knew how bad it could get because he met a lot of salesmen. And he would do things like, how do I get you alone? He'd sing to customers on the phone. And, and he was a goofball. But um, but anyway, Tammy and I went through a negotiation with this kind of crappy salesman who just was so nice to us. Yeah. But he was a total shithead, turned out. Uh huh. So he basically sold us a car way above price, and he ended up trading it. So what happens? We close a deal on this red Kia Sorento we liked, and he ends up driving out a blue one at the end. It was the year's last model. Yeah. He just traded it out without asking us. Oh jeez. Right. And they wanted to sell their floor model. Uh huh. Right. So they can get it out of there and get a red one in or something. Mm-hmm. And so what happened was we left. And, mm-hmm. of course, his boss told him to do that. Yeah. But she went to Facebook. Yeah. And she went on their website and just told everything. Yeah. About what happened. Because we ended up driving the blue car home, but I smoked in it for a freaking week. Uh-huh. A week. And so they could not sell that at good value. I think yeah. I burned the, the, the roof by accident because I was pissed oh, off God. driving home that day. And I had to drive the blue one home. And I liked the other one's features. that had a better backup camera. Uh-huh. Uh, it had that one where it predicts the curve. Oh, okay. And the second one didn't. The uh-huh. second one was straight. No, it was, yeah, it was like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got pissed off about that feature, which was the thing that sold me on this car, you know? Yeah. And I was on Tammy's side on that after that. Um, so anyway, we uh, she complained, and they told us to bring the car, and they'll trade it right out. So whatever, so they lost some money. Yeah. And they also had to deal with a car that had smoked, been smoked in, mm. which is, I mean, they have, they have their tricks, but you can never quite get that out, Yeah. unfortunately. It just is. Yeah. But, um... So the guy got screwed over, and he was not there when we did our trade-in. Well, it, uh, we we traded that, in a week. That is like a financial mistake that a lot of people make, is not paying off their cars and driving them until they don't run right. anymore. We were, we were close. That, no, is, that, is like, that is like, if you ever read like The Millionaire we Next Door. paid off in eight years based on what we paid. If like, you ever read like The Millionaire Next Door, yeah. that is like one of the primary things. Is like Always paid off. Pay off your car Buy and nothing. drive it until it doesn't run anymore. You don't pay cars. Yeah. Car payments. This we is have, thing I believe in. We have four cars on this property. My heart is good on all this matter. All of them are paid for. Four cars all paid for. 
All paid for it. We have no car payment. Excellent. Because you paid them all off and we drive a van yeah. that some people might say looks dated, but it's a good van for family. Yeah. It's a minivan. It does what it, it needs to. It doesn't to. look like a 70s van or something, which would no. be freaking awesome, by the way, but it works and it runs well. And yeah. it doesn't have this issue where it's falling apart yet. And it's almost 10 years old. Right. It, it was a, It's a 2012. The newest car is the one that you know i drive yeah and that was one that ken bought with our it's and he brought a feature car that he bought because he had done really well well i mean no that was when we sold right. our old house right it's like we had about forty thousand dollars he bought the car and he gave his old car to daniel that's what daniel drives and i bought the stove right that was your that was your that was my high-tech stove it's a an induction stove and yeah it it's like a four thousand dollar stove awesome. i love it it's great and and um that that was that was still our, love it oh yeah yeah and the fridge is great too yes you bought that one when i was here yeah we had a different fridge yeah yeah it's like we upgraded the fridge probably the next upgrade will probably be the dishwasher this is what i mean i believe in yeah. buying something right yeah. i would rather buy a computer that'll last 10 years and pay more than normal yeah even a mac it'll last 15 years yeah because i had a 10 year old computer that was still running modern games the way i took care of it right and i i had overclocked it and everything i take mm -hmm. care of stuff i buy and i don't buy crap and i don't just collect like tchotchkes yeah. and stickers i'd rather buy something of value yeah and hold it forever or as but, long as possible but I will, I will say that this is something like the car thing is something my parents never learned and so every couple of years both it was like it was a weird competition between the two of them when i was growing up of who had the newer car and one would go buy a new car and then trade in and buy a new car and then trade in and buy a new they want car to drive, it's almost like leasing it's worse than leasing in some ways yeah and you, you get no equity out of it. Yeah, and it's like my mom when she passed away. Each time you cross a salesman's she, path, he's taking commission. When when my mom passed away, she had a Nissan Versa that she owed eighteen thousand dollars on. Wow. And one of those cars you buy it off a lot is like twelve thousand dollars. Right. But because of the trade-ins and all that shit she'd done, she actually owed more than the car was worth mm. from the get-go. And right. I'm like, that's you need to drive a modern car. Stupid. Right. Stupid. Well, uh, a counterpoint is if you have money and no major responsibilities, that's an okay way to live. You want to oh, drive yeah. a modern car. Yeah. Like I worked with a guy, awesome, his name was Robert, uh -huh. and he always had the new car. Right. He would trade it right in just to drive the new features. Yeah. He was a car guy though. Yeah. And he paid premium just to be able to drive the, the hottest new car he could afford. Yeah. And I think that's perfectly good because he didn't have any kids and his wife and he were doing okay. He's a great salesman or whatever. But that's an expensive way to live. I'd rather drive a junker and have it paid off. Like oh, yeah. The day, even though I ruined the car because I, I totaled it, the day we paid off the uh, the VW Beetle was one of one of the greatest days of yeah, our, yeah. our time here in this house. And and it was like... It was, I felt like I owned this thing forever, and I was going to keep it, and I was going to learn to repair it. Yeah. And then I freaking totaled it in the middle of a median. But yeah. it's okay. It's all right. It's okay. It was a stormy day. You know, I couldn't it, see it, that was that was a landmark. That was a big it, landmark, and it, and it was like me finally succeeding at something that I believed and in. The next car you get is going to be the one you want, and the one I pay off. And I and do. The, you said not you, to get a Beetle, but I liked it. Well, Am they're hard. They're hard to repair. But they're repairable with two wrenches. I heard. Okay. There's a ten and an eight. You need a ten I'm and not, an eight wrench. It is. It is your choice. As long as you're able to get in there, which is supposedly hard. There's like, for example, I had to change. This is. I had to have someone change. Uh, a certain tiny part. It was something that cost about eight bucks on its own. 
and to put it in there, someone had to get in there in a certain way where the engine block was in mm -hmm. the way, and that was the only problem with repairing it, so it was an expensive repair with an $8 part. Yeah. And uh, and that was hard. I was constantly repairing that damn thing. Yeah. But I was hoping to give it a once-over really well and paint it. To, I had an idea for like decorating it, yeah. making it look like, uh, like Ezekiel's wheel or something. It was going to look cool. And I had a plan to go do that, maybe in the garage or something. No, no, no. Once you, once you. Uh, but I'll get another car. You will. And right now I'm driving the family cars. Yeah. Which I mean, I drive the van a lot and it's gas. It's a lot of gas. Yeah, but you drive it locally mostly. Mostly. And it's yeah. fine. Every once in a while I go out and drive to like easily and pick up something at that Walmart or something. And I mean, honestly, I I actually prefer driving the van. I like being a higher up and whatnot, but it is comfort, and you can tell but, what's going on around you. But with as far as I have to go every day to work, it makes more sense for me to drive the more economical. You know what happened, right? <laughs> I drank coffee grounds. <laughs> Yikes! Scott just made this like like face like. I was drinking the last sip of my coffee in a mug, <laughs> like a cap mug, like a travel mug, and I didn't realize that when I poured it, there was coffee grounds all through it. And uh, apparently, I just drank a mouthful of coffee ground. <laughs> I love you. Yikes! And there's nothing to wash it down with. Um, you want to take a break? Yes. Let's okay. Take one. All right. And leave it running. Yeah, we'll leave it running. We're at an hour and thirty-two minutes. That's okay. It's gonna be a two-parter, maybe. Well, I don't know. We can try that or yeah. see what happens. We'll see what happens. I'm having a good time. <laughs> I am too. Yes, for me. Well, it's good. Yeah. I may go out and enjoy that after the show. Because I, I definitely love rain. It's my favorite weather. I love well, snow. I love like watching maybe, snow, it was, but it was a good day for it's a good day for that. You know. You know. Do you, do you have any memories of like when you didn't have money, enjoying something about the hardship a little? Like uh, me, it was trudging to go get cigarettes during a, a blizzard. That was fun. Um, it was like an adventure. Uh, well, I won't say I enjoyed it, but I was proud of. Our my our, our resilience in the situation. You 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 have a favorable memory of how that turned out. Yeah, well, uh, back uh, it was actually before Keith and I got married. We were um, renting a room from a couple in Atlanta, and they were not paying the water bill for some reason, and so we didn't have water, and uh, we. Uh, we would go down to the local laundromat and fill up jugs of water so we could flush the toilet. Local laundromat, jugs of water. Yeah, so we could flush the toilet. And then I had... I, I used to charge my phone in the laundromat, like, for hours. I'd sit there and they all knew me because yeah. I didn't have power at my friend's house. Mm -hmm. That's a good one, too. Maybe not the best, but I was part of my day and it was a nice experience for that day because I could sit in the AC and enjoy it. Yeah, and um, I had a friend who worked at the Y and he would give us free passes to go and take showers. Mm. You know, I was like, it just. This was when? This was back before Keith and I got married. So it was about 1995. You and who? Was it just you? You and It was who? me and Keith. You and Keith before you got married? Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. And, uh, and I was just proud. You had of... no water at your house? Yeah. Or, or or like even before that, I, I was living in Little Five Points in a, Atlanta. Little Five Points is like, um, how would I, I? I'm sure it's like completely overrun by dudes with man buns and. Oh. Uh, uh, yeah, it was very trendy hipster. Man bun it was it was a very hipster area before hipster was a thing. Yeah. 
Okay. And I kind of hated it. I would hate that too. Because I'm not that mindset. Like, but it cracked me up because we were there. I was living there when a hurricane came through and knocked out power for four days. And I was the only one in the block that had. You shouldn't have a man bun unless you're wearing like a kilt, maybe. <laughs> Something for war. You should yeah. be a samurai. You should be someone like okay. that. You're wearing a helmet, man bun, fine. Mm -hmm. But take that thing out as soon as you take your hat off. You know? Come on. Be a but, gentleman. But, um. <laughs> be a gentleman. Like your bun it, But I was like, I was, I was like one of the only people. I was like, because I, I had tea candles and stuff like that. And tea, so, tea candles, a little. Yeah, so I was selling candles like to the neighbors. When? And you were living there as a. Yeah, well, when we didn't have power. You were selling this, candles to the neighbors. Yeah, because nobody had power. But what um, drove me nuts, there was a candle shop like within walking distance of my house. They wouldn't fucking open up. And I'm like, it's a fucking hurricane. Nobody has power. And you can't come in here with a calculator. Right. And figure out how to, you know, charge people. That would have been, a, that been a, a golden period for the whole month. Oh, my God. That would have made so much damn money. You stupid. A little, a little bit of stupid intrepid people. nature would have gotten them safe. Yeah. Like, tons of money. Anyway. So but, they, they missed out on that, and they probably think, lost money from then on. Oh, no. I, I was like, I was like, it was insane. But I was like, there were, you know, I mean, I remember... There was some lady I met who literally had, she had like a, a a buzz cut around her neck and around the ears, but had long hair on the top, and she had okay. so it's bitch, a she had bitch tattooed on the back of her head, and I'm like, that's helpful. Okay, is, is that something you need to be known for? Yeah, I, I don't know. It was it was a very. I just think getting your name tattooed like right on your forehead or something. But <laughs> so like, you don't come on, is that, is that what you want people to know about you? Yeah, I, I I'm they just... would know immediately. You don't have to tell them. But I was I was proud of I was proud of myself because I didn't fall for that stupid happy bullshit. What happy bullshit? Well, what it was doing? just like it was a lot of people. It was a lot of people trying to be something that they really what, were really not. Really kind or something. No, not kind. It was just trying to be trendy. Oh, you're talking about the neighborhood was cool. trendy, cool people being yeah, phony. Yeah, but I'm like, they were, f yeah, there were, there was a bunch I, of this, this is this thing with hipsters. Like, uh, we had kind of our quasi hipsters in the '90s where I grew up. Uh, we had people who wear long sleeve shirts under their short sleeve shirts, which mm. I did. It was a comfy thing to do, and it looked cool to me. Mm. Uh, that was the closest thing we had to hipsters. Is like people would wear, um, I don't know, like something kind of goofy, like farmer yeah. jeans or something to school in, in, in my, on Martha's Vineyard in, a, in, in an area of, yeah. like, well, so there's a bunch of hipsters and people took things less seriously than others. You know, like some guy yeah. would wear uh, sweatpants with, like, patches for, um, that's more like hippie, but, but like, patches for um, Grateful Dead all over them. And someone had, like, a jacket. But I've never been to a Grateful Dead right. concert. And I wore a freaking trench coat with buffalo nickels on it. Yeah. And it's well, like, we, it, we did things, but. Yeah. But but I don't get this thing with like male skinny jeans and man buns. What the fuck up is it? I, I don't know. Like, what the hell's going on with these? But kids I was these like days? I I was like I I, I don't know. I, it irritates me when I see people who try to emulate <laughs> a certain OS, man. Well, no, try to emulate a certain mindset, and they aren't really right. They're just posers. It. Posers. They're posers. We call people I, like that posers. Yeah. And it was, it's it's the best yeah. term. Yeah. And and I'm um, like. There, I mean, I have friends from high school who were truly like that. You can and do I that. have 
total respect for them. Right. If they're doing that's it, truly like that. They like and, to buy old and, clothes and, or something, bell bottoms back in the nineties. Yeah, and and, and my my friend Brandy, she's the belly dancer at the yes, the one you told me about at the Garden, the best pancakes I've ever had. Yeah, in 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 Asheville now. Yeah, it's like her family, truly like that. Oh, there there's no posing going on there. I did it again. Oh no. <laughs> Do you need a different drink? No, no. I mean, people eat like espresso beans with chocolate on them. I guess I can pretend that's that. It doesn't taste like that. Though. But but it's like I have total I, t I have total respect. Brandy is an artist, and she's she's just right. If you're being an authentic person, she's authentic. No, yeah. And well, I I love that about her. I mean. I wear what I feel like wearing, and for most of my life, I wouldn't wear anything with a, a piece of writing on it. Yeah. I tried not to. Yeah. I felt like that was somehow um, maybe ostentatious, but mm -hmm. there was a time in in the, uh, like, 97, when uh -huh. I had this one shirt I got from my, my job at Spencer Gifts, and it had, like, a cool-ass, like, flying demon on it and all this stuff, and I wore it out for Halloween, and I wore it a little bit here and there under my coat. Mm -hmm. um, and I remember one guy at a frat party I wasn't supposed to be at, yeah. so I wasn't in the school. Um, I was with my girlfriend at her sorority was invited and I went mm -hmm. and they were doing uh, I've never been to a frat party before so I had to go yeah. and they were doing this ice shot thing jello shots all this stupid stuff mm -hmm. and they had this like ice uh, like like uh, bobsled thing almost yeah where where you do a shot at the bottom and so this one guy came up to me and said are you a Satanist? I was like it's Halloween I'm wearing a, a, a Halloween shirt <laughs> and I was, you know, we went out for Halloween. She liked to dress up for Halloween. And... You know, you know what's been weird? What? For me, is having Marissa and Ryder back because when Ken died, yeah. I gave Ryder a certain amount of Ken's old shirts. Yeah. Marissa's been wearing them. You've seen them? Yeah, I've seen like two or three of them at this point. And I'm like... Ken had good taste in shirts. Yeah. I'm wearing one of his right now, to be yeah. honest, because I couldn't find my own. Yeah, that, that's what made me think of it. I was it like... Was just here, you know? Yeah. It, it's a Game of Thrones shirt I'm wearing. Yeah. But um, it's House Lannister, is it? No, the that... Wolf? that No. The wolves no, are who? Which one? The Starks. The Starks. Starks. Yes. Never mind. Lannister is... um. What's their symbol? It's the, the Hydra. No, 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 no. They're the lion. Who's the Hydra you have right there? Why the, am I not blank? Why am I blanking on the that? Dragon? The dragon. The dragon. That that is Targaryens. Targaryens are three-headed dragon, which yes. I see as a Hydra, but it's a three-headed dragon. Yeah. No. No. Uh, uh, the I know wolf Lannisters always pay their Starks. Death. Starks. Yes. Yeah, the wolves are Starks. I should know this, but I blanked on Game of Thrones. Uh, that's okay. Because I stopped watching when Jeffrey died. Joffrey died. I was happy. Yeah. At the end of the show. For Everybody me. was happy. That was my Joffrey finale. Died. I don't care what happens after that. <laughs> Joffrey was a piece of shit. People are still pissed about the ending of it. Long I'm like, you know, yeah, that's right. kind of what was. Uh, Red Wedding, was, you should have known it was never going to go great. But as soon as they killed, well, that was in the book too. Right, and I know so, it was, but it's, it's that moment where, like, okay, so the movie's it's going to keep going. He never finished the series yet. Mm -mm. He's still going, right? In real, he has life. not finished it. Right, and so they project yeah. and, and finish the show. Yeah, but um, it's kind of going to go way different in the books. Whatever happens, you know. Well, it's it's one of those things where. I understand why people were upset with the last season because they felt like they rushed it, and, and they just they just kind of the, the kind of some of the changes in the characters in the were last just season story driven rather than character driven, right? Yeah, and and it was, and was so I understand why they are obsessed or upset by that. But at the same time, if you actually read any of the books, 
or any of that, you kind of knew that's where it was going. I don't know what so happened. I'm not gonna. I'm, know. I'm like I wasn't. I wasn't nearly as upset by it, but as other the association people are. is a hell of a good thing when you don't want to know what happened on a show. You just turn it off yeah. and forget. But whatever happened, I read online somewhere might have happened, and people were pissed about it. I'm yeah. glad I don't remember because I might watch it someday. Yeah, well, it's a, I mean, honestly, it's a great show. Yeah, it really is. It is. So, um, I enjoyed it when I watched it. I watched it yeah. every week, and then as soon as Joffrey died, I'm like, "This is a good jump-off point because it ain't gonna be better from here." Especially after they killed, um, the other guy with the giant, the the, the little guy with the, the sword. I loved him, and in the that fight, the there's there was a fight where someone fight fought um Gregor. Oh, okay. The mountain. Yeah. So the the little guy was fast. He was great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Funny character. I was excited to see more of him. Yeah. He fights a guy and dies. He's yeah. he's like declaring victory, having hamstrung him or something. Yeah. And then he gets stabbed or killed. Right. And I'm like, damn it. One, you shouldn't gloat. But mm-hmm. but that was the, that was a moment where I knew, okay, it's never getting any better than Joffrey dying again. Yeah. <laughs> that was the same episode or close. It was like two episodes before one. Yeah. I was like, after this, I gotta see Jeff, Joffrey die, and I'm quitting. Yeah. I quit. But yeah, yeah, Joffrey was. Joffrey. Joffrey deserved to die. So who's the Joffrey in our life that we need? Oh, I, I honestly, we have gotten rid of most of those. We got rid of our Joffreys. Yes, we did. That's what you should do in life. Yes. Just murder Joffrey every time you <laughs> <No>. see him. <laughs> At least get rid the of him. The actor, let's find him. Where no. is he? We should never play Joffrey. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I just, I hate that. It was such a wicked guy. He reminded me of like Malachi from Children of the Corn. Yeah. Such a little shithead. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, uh,. It, it, yeah, anyway. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. I have my nails painted right now. Yeah. Um, there are dark purple because I had to match them to my iPhone because. And yeah, you have a cool iPhone setup. It's like, yeah, this, yeah. You might I, as well be a valley girl with that thing. Oh, my God. It's from like, the 80s. well, I. Yeah, when we went down to Ruth and Chips, you you were saying I need to look at getting a new iPhone because it kept freezing up with the I said you should, yeah, because it kept freezing up with your uh, serious navigation and all that. Yeah, all these things. The AirPlay. Yeah, because it had a bad connector or something. I don't know, but uh, it, so I, I actually have a brand new iPhone 12 and it's purple, so I got a sparkly case and so of course That's I had. purple. Huh? That case is purple as well, but it's got the... No, no, the case is clear. Oh, it's, it's clear to the purple. Yeah, the I case thought it was purple itself. It's no. got glitter all over it. No, the purple, the purple is the phone. Gotcha. And the case has, has, has is one. clear with glitter. Hmm. And I'm like, I'm like, I feel like my, my phone... There's the color of the phone. You shouldn't have to cover it with it. My phone is like... Like yeah, well that's just it. It's my like case is black and my phone's blue. Well, that, 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 that yeah, that's what I was. That's what I was thinking. It's like I can get a purple phone, but if I get a case that covers it up, what's the point, right? Exactly. And so Verizon had they had a clear case, and then they had a clear with glitter case, and I'm like, I'm gonna get the glitter. And then you got one of those little. Uh, punch things on the, the back. Yeah, the pop socket. The things that stand them up and hook them to yeah, things. Yeah, because I had to get one to match the case. <coughs> and then I'm feeling like, okay, my, my phone is prettier than my hand, so I need oh. to get my nails did. <laughs> you got your nails did last night yeah. till 2 in the morning. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Candace. Um, uh, I went up and my, got a fire, and I came back, and you still weren't home. Yeah, yeah. It. We were experimenting on my nails, uh, trying a, a new method, and it was... 
it, it took a it took a while. It's a method with a liquid. But now I have dark dark. Like, these are liquid nails that are clear, yeah. and you paint on them. But I have I have dark purple nails now that that match my phone. So, and I'm like and I'm like I don't know why I was like green is actually my favorite color, but for some reason purple is speaking to me right now. Right. So something I'm like, to do with this wedding venue, I think. Uh, yeah, I think so. It's like I've got the purple, purple hair. And I've got the purple nails, and I'm like, I'm just, I'm just embracing the purple. Absolutely, baby. So, <laughs> uh, but, but okay. So this, this, this stuff they used on you, uh, yes. or she used on you, it, yeah. is interesting to me as a substance. It's a clear substance. Yes. That you put on, and somehow you end up with uh, nails because it's a liquid, and you put it under blue light, UV light. Yeah. Uh, and then it'll, it'll cure up like dental stuff, right? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. 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 So I'm wondering if getting a hold of that stuff would be useful somewhere around the house. I don't know. Like gluing stuff together that will never break or or whatever, you know? Yeah. I, I'm interested in the material. I, I think it could be used for some kind of art or game thing. I could make pieces from it or something. I'm just but, curious. But, but um, yeah, so we did that last night till like a liquid yeah, polymer. 2 in the morning. It took us probably four hours to get the nails done because she was she'd never done them before. And so we were experimenting and figuring out how they act, how it actually worked and whatnot. Yeah, she she was learning on you. She, she yep. used you as her guinea pig. Yep, which is great. You got yeah. three nails. Yeah, and I was like, I'm like, I don't have a problem with this. And she's like, and I you see know what? what? She was doing. Uh, there's that one that looks great, great. It yeah. looks like you got it done at like a nail salon. Yeah. Uh, because this is the first time she did it. I think that might have been one of the the only one that went that long because of yeah, the, the, the material needs a certain way of being handled yeah so we learned a lot we learned yeah. how to avoid air pockets and how to avoid avoid um thin spots and we will do that next time <laughs> we're gonna do another one and she'll probably have the the technique down by that she's, yeah she's very talented when it comes to beauty stuff oh yeah she did all the girls uh she did cam and and kyla's makeup for the prom oh yeah it looked just Amazing. like they came out of a movie right yeah it was great yeah. We have such beautiful she girls. She has. You have to have a legal cosmetology license here in South Carolina. To, uh, um, to sell. To what sell you're your service, but yeah. she is pretty much a yeah. a professional level amateur, uh-huh. and it's great. Mm-hmm. This is why I said, like, we were talking uh, on our trip to maybe North Carolina, one of our trips, and I said that Candace would do really well if she did cosmetology. Yeah. And as something that she did on the side, maybe she could help us with our wedding. And you said you need a license for that. Yeah. But we could probably do like a under the table cosmetology with her. Well, I mean, they're, they're like Mary Kay no. consultants. Can, I don't want to go to jail can, on that. Can, can, I would not. I would can, not stand on that. Uh, well, like Mary Kay consultants can can do do your makeup, but they have to kind of talk you through it. They can't actually put anything oh. on your face. They have to get you, they explain to you how to do it so you can do it yourself. Gotcha. Well, and that's how they get around that. Okay, and that but, way if you put something on your face and it has a burn on it or something. Is that is that the thing? Well, I mean, it's like honestly, I have no I I, I have no freaking clue why a cosmetologist needs to have a license. Well, not if things Because you're not going to kill somebody with bad makeup. You're just not going to do but that. But couldn't you give them a bad rash if they were if they were allergic to Maybe. It? Yes. Like your skin tone and everything you told me would tell me that maybe you cannot handle this with your pores or something. Yeah. I can imagine that. Yeah. But But still, you're but still, not killing not, not, somebody. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. I understand but why a maybe, like maybe a professional prevent- engineer like me needs to have a license, right? Because if I kill somebody, I need to be held accountable for for that. Understood. You know? I I but, also think though that um, 
like there it might be to prevent sort of like uh people making stuff in their garage out of whatever they think might work well yeah and, and it's like in like nail salons and in other salons like that and they want to make sure that you're keeping up to certain hygiene standards and right. whatnot because you don't want people getting it's sort like, of like staff infections or weird shit it's sort of like the beginning of the vape era when people were yeah. making stuff in their bathrooms yeah and they were selling it online and who knows how the hygiene was yeah it, it you got to be careful yeah so i mean i get that on one hand but does it require a license I, I, I'm, I, I don't think so. Right. If you can't kill somebody doing it. Personally, I don't think, this is how I feel about licensing in college and stuff. If you don't, if it's not a life and death or something can ruin someone's life, you shouldn't need a license right. to do it. Uh, but you can't just become an amateur brain surgeon. Right. You know, you can't be like, I'm going to join the uh, online group. Yeah. And I'm going to figure out how to remove the medulla. Yeah, yeah. and I agree with that. It's like there, that certain, there are certain professions that should be licensed. In Does cosmetologists fall into that category? Well, listen, I don't think so. According but to the logic, that's you, me. According to our logic here, yeah. that anyone should be able to do cosmetology, uh-huh. technically anyone should be able to get their medulla and removed from the neighborhood uh, bone saw there. No, 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 no. Because that, like, that could kill somebody. Listen, get the paperwork. Get printed no, off, uh, no, what's it called? They, that, that Zoom, Zoom, legal. You get yourself <laughs> no. a legal form and they sign it. You can do whatever the fuck you want and you can heal their, uh, their oh midbrain or something. Uh-huh. You say, hey, guy, what do you need? Your midbrain out? I can pull any anything out legally as mm-hmm. long as you consent. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Whatever you want. Nope. No? No. Well, I guess my plan is off. I was going to start a lemonade stand down the road oh, and yeah? just at the, at the edge of the property and, and just offer brain surgeries. I learned. On the job. Well, I mean, there have been kids who have put up lemonade stands and have gotten busted by the police. Yeah. Because they don't have a In license. In town here or? No, not around here. But, but other places. Yeah, and I'm like, just like, okay, give it a rest. My big innovation with lemonade stands was the, crystal light. The licensing thing on that type of level stuff is, is simply a money maker for the state. That's all it is. Right. We got to pay for like a day permit to sell lemonade. Yeah, it's And how do you make bullshit. that back in, the, in lemonade? Yeah. You're going to pay 50 bucks for a permit or something? <laughs> Sounds stupid. Yeah, it, it's, it, it's like, that's dumb. I think you should be able to sell anything that people are willing to buy. And buyer beware, of course. Yeah. But uh, maybe you know that if the guy doesn't have that particular certification, you can get a certification to prove that you're worth it, you know? But in Massachusetts, you can actually be a counselor as long as you don't claim to be a psychologist. You can counsel people on anything and charge money. Oh, wow. It's legal. You just put up a shingle and you say you're a spiritual counselor or any kind of counselor at all. Huh. I once went to a counselor instead of a psychologist because uh-huh. they're just a good empathic person and they were an expert at having learned people. And it was the best psychology I had at that time mm-hmm. because the person was just a normal person talking to you. Yeah. And I, it was a normal session. It was like they were into crystals and stuff, but Matt was into like some, some fun stuff. But at the same time, it was a really fun experience because the past psychologist I had gone to was a guy who just had me play a video game and talk. Huh. He, he had me distracted to play a video game. He thought that yeah. would distract my mind, but it didn't. I was yeah. literally just attending both things at once. Yeah. And uh, he had me playing this helicopter thing where you rescue people, and uh, there was a way to drop them. He was kind of trying to test me to see if I would just be cruel to the fake video game people or something. Yeah. But anyway, the whole thing I ever did was play with a guy. We talked for 10 minutes, 15 minutes, and then he had me play the game and talk to me. Mm-hmm. It didn't really work because I, I knew what he was doing, but I played the game, you know? And that was then a good session. I did that for like a year, and then I went to this other counselor, and it actually helped me through. Yeah. You know? So I think there's some things people should be able to do without a license. 
Well, I, it's like one of the podcasts I listen to occasionally, and it was the one that I learned that, that they added um, um, sadism to the dark triad. Right. Um, is It's called Psychology in Seattle, and he's definitely on the left side of things. Yeah. But I find it interesting. And he's... Well, anyone should, should not be afraid of another opinion, and you're not. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You're, you're, you're like a... I think a fiscal conservative libertarian kind of person, mm-hmm. and uh, but but at the same time you're not cold-hearted like like oh, the no. portrayal. You will help anyone. You paid people's electrical bills with no expectations, right? Yeah. You've done stuff like that. You do that all the time. You bought people in the house who were already mooching off of us a oh, car. Yeah. And you just bought it because it was easier. Well, them. I was like, I was honestly hoping that getting the car would like eliminate the excuses for getting a job. Right, but it, it didn't work that way. Not, but see, I tried. Uh, for them, a neutral wasn't going to help, uh, and I, 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 you went for it, and I wasn't in the middle. We were in the middle of talking to them, so I couldn't say anything. Yeah, and it was already there, and I was like, yeah. crap. Um, but I knew that wouldn't add up to their psychology, just because I know more of that uh, volatile psychology, having had volatile psychology. Yeah, it doesn't help a neutral. All it does is keep you from feeling worse, and and it kept your level enough to keep mooching. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and that's all. It, all it would do, and and now we've learned our lessons on that. And yep. you deal with sane psychology really well, though. Like good people, always you get you get them. But when there's people who tend to be more selfish, I understand them a little better. Yeah. And I'm not saying that to be to be no. to be dismissive or anything. But I've dealt with many selfish people in my life, and I felt like I should just go with that sometimes. And I I, I do this thing where Tammy and I make a deal, so that I'd rub her feet because I didn't want to touch her. You know, I didn't like her anymore as a person. And so she'd, con- she'd trade a pack of cigarettes, like in prison, for yeah. a foot rub. And I'd say, okay, fine. But listen, if you want 10 minutes, give me two. Uh-huh. That's how we dealt with each other. That's, and that's horrible. That, well, that's because of the way I was treated. Yeah. I had to get cigarettes, and she would deprive me of cigarettes for like 17 days. Imagine that. And I didn't intend to quit. It's hard. Yeah. So I'd have to go through withdrawal, and she loved that. And so to get the cigarettes, I'd give a foot rub. It was a way to control me, but also I got the extra pack every time because you needed the extra 10 minutes or five minutes or whatever. One dollar per minute. And and, you know? and, and, and I was like, I'm so glad we don't have a relationship like that. Like, you know, It's not my natural way of dealing with people, well, I was but like, I know their language, you know? Well, it's like I had a Charlie horse last night. Oh, man. And I rubbed, I went right for it. I love yeah. you. And I tried to make sure I didn't put my thumbs down hard like I used to have to do with Tammy's yeah. legs and feet. Um, it's on just, the feet, it'd be okay. But, but with like, you, yeah. I enjoy it. I yeah. ask you if you need a, a, a shoulder rub or a back yeah. rub or anything. I want to do that because I enjoy you. Yeah. And it's because you treat me well. Yeah. And it's because you're a good person. Yeah. But it's hard to talk to, to spend time near someone when you've been doing nothing for 20 years but trying to get away. Right. And, uh, and that's entirely different. I did, when in arguments, I would tell her, you know, I don't treat other people like this I wasn't trying to be an asshole saying like mm-hmm. you made me yell or whatever mm-hmm. but I was like you know I don't have this problem with other people right I get along with people pretty well and I tend to be the one to defer and say okay I know I'm in your way let me get out let yeah. me see what I can do for you mm-hmm. and um, and with her we argued and I would stand my ground a little bit more than I ever would anyone else I said you know it's personal to you I said this when we were fighting one time yeah I said no one else that I act this way with I never get uh yeah. To the point where I'm not heard and I have to yell. I really don't. I just have a loud voice. So with you, I've naturally returned to my nature. Mm-hmm. It's like I can just 
you know who I am. I, yes. I, I fly around a lot, run around and do almost nothing sometimes, but, but end up doing five projects. And if I'm lucky, three of them get finished. But I'm at peace in my heart in a way I never was. Because of you. Yeah. And uh, I think I've gained whatever residual background wisdom I was gaining over 20 years of misery is useful for the show. Yes. Because at least I have something to, to add to it. Because otherwise I'd just be a goofball and you'd be the wise well, one. Well, I mean, alone. The, this, the whole point of the show is about healing. Yeah. And, and, and it's like, in, in, when, when Ken passed away, people were, there were, some of my more Christian friends were like, are you concerned about him going to hell because he didn't go to church, blah, blah, blah. About Ken? Yeah. And That's I'm like, an odd thought. Like, it, well, what, what justice but, is that? Well, no, and, and, and what I said was like, you know what, each of us have, has our own path. Right. And, and I see that there are many ways to look at a mountain or a person yeah. or an elephant. And, and, and I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to judge his path. That's not. And he was a good man. If, if there was a, a divine order and they wanted yeah. to speak to us, whoever that being or they, they were, they would speak to you in your language and culture. Yeah. And so the same one size fits all uh, story is not necessarily, I mean, you find parallels to these stories everywhere. Yeah. You can't tell everyone the same thing because they have no idea to say, what a camel is, you can't tell them about a parable about a camel. Right. You tell them about the little animal, and Jesus right. was, was, was that kind of figure, a wise being, and, and of course would tell you in your language. I, I imagine that beings like that have always done that. Right. That's my, that's my philosophy on that. That it's like, there are teachers out there, and maybe one got really, really good and famous because he's awesome at it, and he could have been doing other stuff in India. And under a different name, because he, you know, the Bodhisattva thing, come back, come back and help. Yeah. So I believe that stuff. And but it was, it was one of those things, I was like, I don't worry about that at all. Ken was a good man. Right. I don't think there's any justice in, in this it, permanent hell sometimes. It, yeah, it, it's like everybody has their own path. Yeah. And it's like, you know, it's like, uh, I, I, so I don't, I don't worry about people that way i try to i don't believe that a just universe would allow that yeah we wouldn't have anything good if it was pure reward and punishment all day yeah there's lessons in here yeah and if it was just simply you screw up once and you're dead i think there's only one case of that and that's rape yeah once you're raping people you're done and that's as far as it goes i have this philosophy that goes black and white on the ends and then shades of gray and color in the middle there's all sorts of stuff you can say in the middle but there's certain black and white issues like you just don't ever get away yeah. with that so uh, I, I like to think that I'm being able to express lately a more complete philosophy. Yes. Um, because I've always believed these things and they're coming together with your context. Because I had trouble with conservatism, but I always respected fiscal conservatives and libertarians. Mm -hmm. But I don't like the, uh, the war aspect. The, the, right. I don't like that. Um, yeah. just, just militaristic, let's get a war together so we can make some money. I hate yeah. that. And yeah. I hate the uh, tell you how to live in your bedroom aspect yeah. of, of, of some aspects of the right. Yeah. But from where I was standing, that's what they show you in the propaganda on the oh, left. Yeah. Yes. And then from this side in the south, you can see the left propaganda more clearly yeah. because it's a lot of like, let the government do it and screw those guys. Yeah. Oh, the government's got a program for those homeless guys, screw them. Yeah. A lot more homeless people walking around in many of those states. But yet again, in Utah, the most homeless people I've ever seen. Yeah. What's going on there? Uh, it's about the issue and it's not about the politics. Right. 
I think yesterday we were talking, and a thought came to me about, um, damn, what was that thought? What was it I said about, um, wasn't poverty and altruism? Because I once said in high school, and my case was uh, that as long as there's altruism, there's poverty. Hmm. Which because, as, I mean, this is a cruel statement. Yeah. It was, an, it was a, a sort of a debate comment. We were talking, I was talking to a, a kid who, who was sort of quasi-intellectual slash pseudo-intellectual, and we were having okay. a debate about, every morning we'd talk before in homeroom about things like, oh, uh, I believe I had an idea, and I'd tell him, and he'd, he'd have a comment on it or something, uh -huh. about how like the like time could be two-dimensional if you include probability. These kind of big conversations real quick in, in homeroom, he's the smartest kid I could talk to. Yeah. And uh, we talked once about this idea that I had as I was going to school that maybe altruism was the reason there was poverty. Huh. As bad as that sounds, because survival of the fittest element. And this wasn't me saying kill everybody off with, mm -hmm. with non-altruism, but there's going to be some sort of element of people who cannot get what they need for, say, a mental health reason. Yeah. They will not be happy. Yeah. And and as long as we have this sort of um, like pay off the symptom aspect of get people through the week right. instead of maybe find a better solution that takes harder work. Yeah. It's it's hard to understand. I don't. I have no. I'm still like a le a left libertarian. Yeah. And hell, if robots could do it, I'd be a socialist. Yeah. If robots can do all the socialist stuff. I'd totally be into that. So I'm kind of a technocrat without believing technology is going to raise us up to like yeah. digital heaven or something. I have no idea like how to define what I believe on that. But uh, overall, it's coming together because I'm seeing another side of the, st the story and I'm more respectful of, of conservative values that are misportrayed yes. uh, than I ever have been. Well, it, it's like the way I look at it is like everybody, regardless of political affiliation. I think we need both sides, but maybe not the political uh, teams with jerseys. Yeah, we need both sides it's of these like, mentalities. But everybody and wants more to be able. Everybody wants to be able to take care of their family, take care of their home. Um, you know. Uh, they they want love. Yeah. They want health. Yeah. They, yeah. they want the, the health, happiness, and love was that article thing. Remember the blog posts. Yeah, the, the, that I wrote because I was moved by someone else's video. Yeah, and and it's like everybody wants that, and so when you portray one side or the other as being, you know, pushing grandma off the cliff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or what? Well, you know what? Sometimes you're being, grandma needs to be thrown from the train. You, no, you're you're no. being you're being disingenuous. You're yeah, being it's not misleading. how it works. That's I mean, not, there are people who fall. Not, this is the problem, though. In those same communities where they let the government do it, they let the neighborhood crazy person die and then get found a month later yeah it doesn't happen down here that way usually no. there's someone in the neighborhood who's maybe considered a busybody up north but they're caring about their community yeah and so someone would find out that old lady hasn't been outside today and yeah. they know her name they know what she doesn't like yeah. at least even if they don't know what she likes and so someone would say i'm gonna knock on her door anyway mm -hmm. it's a different way it's like being neighborly. oh my god keith and i had gone on vacation for like a week and one of our neighbors was concerned because we had taken the train so we had left our car there and they were concerned because they hadn't seen us for a week they actually called a well check on our house oh because they thought something happened yeah because they thought something happened to us yeah and nothing had right but but 
What do you do? You can't leave a sign where it says on vacation. Yeah. You can't do that one. That no, but it was just it was just one of those things. It's like, wow. It's like, you know, it's like I don't even know who that neighbor was that was checking us. What the police call you on vacation? Well, it was it was one of those. Um, we got we found out about, out about it when we came back. And, well, yeah, it was here's, just, here's another example of a good thing happening that wasn't yeah. convenient. I snuck into my apartment one time because I didn't have my keys. Yeah. I didn't sneak in. I had to climb in through the window. Uh-huh. So someone across the street reported me mm-hmm. for climbing in the window. Mm-hmm. But luckily, I had a picture of my family on the man- on the not mantle, but a, a little like rack thing. Mm-hmm. I pointed out the picture. I didn't have my ID because I didn't have a, yeah. a card at that time. I lost my wallet, so I could have gotten really badly hurt, especially being crazy a little. Yeah. But luckily, it went right, and it was the right thing for someone to do, seeing me crawl into yeah. the apartment window during the middle of the day. Yeah. Um. You know, it's good to be a little bit conscientious about people you don't even know. You don't yeah. have to be busybody. But if you see something wrong, fix it. Like you hear someone, some kid crying all night. What the hell's going on? Check, check out the police check. Yeah. What's going on? Is this kid just mad he didn't get his Nintendo? That's fine. They'll mm-hmm. figure it out. Yeah. Good police would figure it out. But if it's a dad who's beating the shit out of him, you know, someone should do something. But in, in, in the neighborhoods that I've lived in with, with, with my ex, it would often be like cop callers, you know. Don't be a cop caller, and uh, and also uh, stitches get stitches get stitches would be a thing someone might joke about. Mm-hmm. It's like don't say something to the police when someone does something. Granted, yeah. someone's smoking a little pot, you let it go, right? Yeah. But when right. someone's being violent, you got to do something. Yeah. And usually they just try to step in, but almost no one would because it's still sort of that snitch uh, variable that they're yeah. afraid of. It's like. Why be living in fear inside a, a house where three people got murdered? Like, it wasn't three. In, we lived in a house where someone got murdered in the elevator. But right before we moved in, someone got murdered in the elevator. Oh, jeez. It was a thing this one person in the house must have been doing. Like a gang member. Uh-huh. He would stab someone in the elevator and a retarded guy. And I hate to say the word retarded. But it came right out from the 90s. I think I'm thinking that way. Yeah. But a mentally um, disabled guy got uh-huh. murdered in the elevator like, oh, while we geez. were living there. It was the Murder Street in Hartford. It uh-huh. was, um, was it Marshall Street, I think it was? Okay. It's this one street known for, South Marshall. It was known for murder. Wow. And this happened right in our little apartment. And uh, just a few rows up, it happened again when we moved to another place. Wow. Same elevator, the elevator thing. A lady, though. Hmm. So someone's killed people in elevators. Hmm. Just like getting in the elevator, maybe stabbing them. Who knows, it could have been a serial killer for all we know. Mm-hmm. But no one even reported anything. Guy comes out with blood all over or something. Jeez. Probably. I mean, who who knows what was seen and no one said anything. Yeah, but yeah, uh, there's there's definitely two sides to every. At least two sides. I say more. I yeah, say there's at least, more. I try to look for three positions yeah. on anything at least to get a good map of it for a triangle. Yeah. You got to yeah. draw a triangle at least to see like uh, yeah. spectrums to me are not just binary things. Like, between, uh, uh, libertarian doesn't count as conservative or Democrat. Right. Uh, Republican or Democrat. It, it, it's, it's a third party that makes a lot more sense, and they will often match, I mean, the, the, the Republicans for conservative, mm-hmm. but then if there's an issue that they care about yeah. for, for social stuff, because a lot of libertarians, though they don't want to pay crazy amounts of taxes, have great hearts on, like, allow people to do what they want. Yes. And so that's a left issue in some cases. Yeah. And so they'll vote left. Well, the thing is, it, 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 the, the, the thing is, is that do what they want. 
the left has as many issues on that as the right does. Right, but when it comes to, but say, different identity things. stuff, libertarians yeah. are often very good on that. Yes. Like, uh, I remember a libertarian meme joke. It was funny. It was a joke meme. He said something like, my favorite day would be like, everyone gets out their guns, has a gay wedding, and, and smokes pot. You know? Yeah. It was something like that. Yeah. It was, uh, um, it's like a good way to put, it, put that open-minded philosophy of the libertarians. And I think the people who are going to let you smoke pot and have a gay wedding right off the bat, because these are the fastest ones to change, are the people who are looking to be progressive, even if they're voting disingenuously. Yeah. Because they want to look progressive. So that's a block to vote with if you're voting on that system. Yeah. It's like, it's a strategic vote. But Yeah, but my point was, is that, um, is that... But conservative the, the, money the right, wise, the right has those no, issues. Right. Yeah, yeah. But the left has similar oppressive issues that they champion. The right has oppression issues as well. Yes. You to That's what I'm saying. It's home. like they both have that those happen. issues. The murder in the elevator thing wouldn't happen. Someone would round up a posse down here to catch it. Oh, yeah. It's like, okay, so the cops don't know how. And mm -hmm. you know what? We have a suspicion. Let's go check it out. People would look at it, look it up and figure yeah. it out. Yeah. And then probably happen in the background and maybe the sheriff would look the other way. If he had to, he's like, great solving that case. We don't get credit in a small town, you know, yeah. they, they let it go. And that sounds dark, but, you know, people look out for each other in different ways. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's, so it's like... people get away with stuff like that. So there, there's oppression on both sides. And, both have and extremes that, that yeah. inform the center too much. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's like each one has their own center, right? Yeah. And their center value, I think, is a good moderate value that they can talk to each other. Two moderates well, from look, any party can talk to each other. Yeah, and, and that's what I'm saying. It's like everybody in the country, regardless of political affiliation, three, wants, to be able, wants to be able to live their own life, wants to be able to take care of themselves, wants to be able to do, you know, all these things for themselves and their friends it has nothing to do with what your political affiliation is well honestly and everyone wants that freedom up north i've met a lot of people who want to pay 100 percent taxes practically and just get everything back from the government this is a thing i've heard is a conversation really? yes i've heard this at bus stops and stuff wow it's, it's like it's a thing and i i honestly was with it i was okay with it i was like if there's no money that'd be a better solution and then no one be poor but at the same time, now I don't believe that. Uh, I think we can give everything away in a certain way if we did it with technology. Well, but we're the, not there the yet. The problem with the, 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 the philosophical, and this is not getting, I have an issues with that because the government does not handle money well. And they right. are extremely wasteful. They, they hide it out and they, they, so, they buy like a $1,000 toilet. And it's not really a thousand dollars, clearly. Yeah. But where's that other money going? Yeah, I'd rather and, not be responsible for some, some that, black budget so, thing. So I have issues with that. It's like the government can't handle most of their shit very well. So why should we turn over everything to them? That doesn't make sense to me. Right. But they can't handle it. But if we had if we had an overthrow of the government, some of yeah. people would say throw the government out and get a better one, right? This is, that's that's like okay, we're talking, but you and I are both riding the bus, right? Uh, anyway. Wrapping it up. Yeah. Okay, so, so I just want to say something about how I uh -huh. see our differences, different of view, viewpoint. Yeah. Um, you have a more holistic view mm -hmm. of politics than I mm -hmm. ever would, I think. I don't know about can, I just don't. Um, you tend to look at the thing where you will vote for the issues. This is a guy who will cover that issue. It doesn't matter why, doesn't matter what he believes in other ways, doesn't matter how they act. In yeah. some ways, as long as they're not yeah. doing something egregious. Yeah. 
but egregious to me is a little different. I have this other philosophy where I believe if you vote for someone, and I had them temper that because I know that's not 100% of the story. We had an argument when we had an early argument yeah. when we first didn't understand uh -huh. everything about each other where I said if you vote for someone, you voted for every single thing they did. And that's my damn thing. It's my problem. But, but that's my weird um, hardline. There's a level of me that goes binary on stuff. Yeah. There's a limit where it goes binary, but before that, it's all kinds of shades. Yeah. And it's just that hard limit of if someone fosters something by, by signing off on it, they are the one who swung the sword. Uh -huh. They are the one. You know, that's my weird philosophy on, on leadership. And unless we had like King Arthur running everything, or Queen Arthur, who would be a queen, whatever, or something like that, yeah. um, we're not really going to get those noble leaders unless we yeah. held them to account on whatever the hell they did, like Obama, I voted for him. Right. And then I did not vote for him again once he started the drone bombings. I was like, hell no, because yeah. he killed a kid at a wedding just to bomb a target. Yeah. They knew the kid was there. They had telemetry and everything. And so they went ahead and signed off on that. They said, we got to kill our target. So they're going to blow up a kid? Mm -hmm. To me, that is evil with a drone. Yeah. If you're going to fight someone, you should risk your own life. You should not be sending drones yeah. to kill people. Yeah. If someone sends a drone at me, I would shoot it with a gun. Mm -hmm. You know? I, I, I'm not saying we're looking at that right now. We're not in like Zombieville or something, but or like a weird post-apocalyptic dystopia. Yeah. But I just believe somehow there is culpability for leadership. Yeah. And we, we did find well, a country I mean, on that. There, 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 there should be. Tea but... parties. Let's do it. Everybody. <laughs> Grab yeah. any kind of tea you like, herbal tea. Anyway, if, if people focus on the fact that, you know, everybody essentially wants... The tea party was the left thing, and then the tea party became the right. It's odd. It was, well, you it know, was bizarre. It, uh, it was bizarre, and I'm like, honestly, it started under Bush protesting what he did, and then... Protesting what Bush did? Yes. And then they flipped it? And then they flipped it when Obama came into office and made it a racist thing. And I'm like, wait a second. It started under Bush. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. It, became, it, was, it was almost bizarre. a libertarian style movement. And then they, they grabbed that block. You yeah. know what you do? Let's say you're collecting stuff off a game board. I know we're wrapping it up. Yeah. Let's say you're trying to collect little uh, checkers off a game board. First thing you might do is try to group them and loop them. Say in a game of uh, Go or something. Not Go, but... Some game where you're moving beads around. You might loop a, a, a group and then collect it, yeah. right? That's kind of what they do sometimes politically. They will set up fertile ground with astroturfing for a situation they want to run in five years. They play things out. They know the election cycle is eight years long, usually four to eight years, two years. They have this plan, and they do this generationally, all these political thinkers. That's why we have think tanks on politics. How do we get the culture to change? So they created a tea party, maybe to flip them. It was astroturf. It wasn't the you same thing as grassroots. You know what? I, I, I don't. Uh, the, the change was the least astroturf. Maybe the change. I, it, that People may be true, but it's like and, the tea party went from protesting to Bush to all of a sudden being racist. Right. So maybe there were like, different groups altogether, but the name was grabbed, and they were, they were busting people I, in know, well, well, the thing is, they were protesting the same thing. It just happened to be because Obama did the same goddamn thing that Bush did, and so they were protesting the same thing. But because Obama's black, it was all of a sudden racist. What I get. Which is bullshit. I get you. I'm sorry. It's bullshit. I get you. Yeah. It, I, I'm with you. What I'm, yeah. what I'm really saying, though, is that the same group might have hired people to act like they were part of a group to seed the ground like a cloud, cloud uh, seeding. Uh -huh. And that say, might okay, be true. Look at these wonderful protesters. There were 300 protesters here. Probably 
could be all paid at the first event. And the next thing you know, people are showing up to the events with that political slogan. Yeah. And so therefore, good people who have the opinion of, of generalized, whatever they're promoting in that area, there's propaganda, and they know there's a wall in this country yeah. between certain states, red states versus blue states. They put that up really nicely, didn't they? Mm -hmm. So now we can only hang out with red state people or blue state people or purple state people. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I've got to wrap it up. We had a good moment a few minutes ago. Where no, it, it's fine. No, it's, it's just now we're getting, I'm not, I'm not thinking we're arguing or anything. I'm like, we just heated it up again. No, it, it's fine. It's just I'm down to 5% power on Understood. my phone. Understood. So I unplugged your phone and just plugged my computer in just How in case. How damn dare you? No? No, mine's probably fully charged. How damn dare you? Because I'm like, my, my computer is about to die. Understood. We're done. All right, guys, we're done. This has been right. a two and a 20-minute show. Yeah, well, I mean, there were some yeah. gaps in there that I'll edit out. Yeah, we'll but cut it anyway. Out. Happy Father's Day for all you fathers out there. Yes, Happy Father's Day for any good father. I hope you have a if you're if you're give, if you're if you get a card and you never see your kid, fix it. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs>